Seven o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans. And yes, we're still in the Halloween spirit over here, or in other words, I haven't had time to switch over to regular music after Halloween. So keep enjoying all the kooky novelty songs that we have in store for you. Um, you know, uh, I'll probably get around to switching it sometime, uh, after new year's. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, rain from four freedoms blog, Washington, DC, my adopted sister. Welcome to the show. Hello. And I just want to tell you that I was never a part of this show because of quid pro quo (laughs) until suddenly (laughs) I remembered, no, uh, it was a quid pro quo. Oh, wow. You know, uh, the, the, all the revelations. That, you know, uh, <laughs> and of course, you know. I'm talking about Sondland, not you and me, Ken. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I know. Oh, I know. So, and of course, Joe Santorza uh, had something come up. He's fine, everybody, but um, he had to take the evening off. So... Our go-to co-hosts, uh, uh, the dynamic duo of the Dream Team from Port St. Lucie, Florida, the one and only Michelle Lagon has all kinds of names that Adam says on Mike Check Radio all the time, but I don't remember them all. Mother of cats, blah blah blah. Um, I'm I'm all pro quo, but not quid. <laughs> quid quid gives me the jib, the heebie-jeebies. Hello, Governor. Spare a quid. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and of course, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Galaxy Master at, oh, I should have said, uh, at Rogue DM on Twitter for Michelle and at Rogue underscore, no shit, at fake underscore Republican is Miles Lagon's handle over on Twitter. Thank you, sir, for joining us. Not a problem. Happy to be here. And I would like to revise my testimony as well. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to wear that out tonight. Probably that and this. That's <laughs> People taking pleasure in your pain. All right, so um, I, I'm going to get this out of the way right now. Some of you probably know from my Facebook page. Uh, our, our, our TNR kitty, Billy, that we were trying to adopt and socialize um, it disappeared uh, a week ago tomorrow. Uh, the last time we saw him was after this show um, in the in the early a.m. hours, probably around 1 a.m. or something like that, um, uh, on Wednesday. So uh, it's coming up on a full week of him being missing, and Susan and I have been uh, both uh, aggressively been posting, flyering, 
going door to door, talking to people on the phone, emailing people, people have been texting us with leads. Um, we've desperately been trying to get Billy back and, um, we're still, we're not giving up, but, uh, you know, it's, I, I, so, so tonight's show, uh, you know, I'm trying to stay in high spirits. Um, and, and I've, I've tried to engage as much as possible with the news, but again, a lot of my inter- internet time has been dedicated to register, you know, making, the, the you know the, the, there's a links and stuff on my Facebook page. I don't even remember the names of the places, but you know I've I've called we talked to the AP, APL, gone to the APL, gone at people's houses. Uh, you know who said we we saw him. I was literally I was in the bathroom getting ready for work this morning, and a guy from around the corner called me and said, "Hey, I think I saw your cat on a 146th," and I like ran down. I like. You know, I wasn't even dressed or anything. I just grabbed whatever clothes I could find, put some shoes on you, without you socks. You did pants, right? You wore yeah, pants? I don't remember, Rain, but uh, there's probably some security <laughs> footage out there that'll come back to haunt me. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wore pants. Don't worry. Um, and, uh, you know, so it's just been, it's been really hectic and really frantic. So if I sound worn out or frazzled or anything at any point, that's the reason why. Um Aww. Also, I, w- I don't want to apologize because a while ago uh, I made kind of a shitty post on the turnips page uh, that I deleted, but I-, I put something to the effect of if you're going to post incessantly here and never listen to the show, you're going to be removed from the group. And and I deleted that that post because I don't need to be public about it. I can just delete the person, and I did. Because there was a person, that, and Bobber knows who I'm talking about because he actually wrote the word dislike <laughs> on one of this per- oh. person's posts. And this is a person who's never listened to the show, a person I don't know, um, and they and they don't seem to understand a difference between, like, left-wing and right-wing memes. <laughs> oh. oh, I missed that. And there, there have been times in the past where uh, I think Adam brought brought up this person to me before, and but this time I, I I saw this post and I was like, and it was, it was this awful Photoshop of a guy, in uh, in in a in a t-shirt, with his back to you, so you could read the back of the t-shirt, and then in in the in the in the background, there's the backs of all these people in the military. In the, ba- in the shirt says something to the effect of, if you never serve the flag, how dare you um, uh, disrespect dare it? Don't you dare disrespect it. And I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> you, what the fuck are you talking about? I, I get it. I get it. You know, that's a strongly held belief by myself as I don't think anybody should should disrespect the flag but that meme was geared towards people who kneel during during the national anthem. You know that's what it is. You know, it's not disrespect. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't think it's right to burn a flag. I don't think it's right to wear flags on your clothing unless you're in the military. Um, I, I, you know, I I don't like flags in advertising. I don't like it when Donald Trump fucking hugs the flag. I think that's the height of disrespect. And now he just hugs. If you have a bikini or a thong made of a flag, you are yeah. a bad person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know what? And also, um, Donald Trump, don't hug somebody like that from behind unless they're your lover, okay? I'm just going to say that right now. Oh. 
<laughs> Did you guys see yeah. that? He hugged the Nats player. Yes. From behind and had his hands on his on his man boobies and everything. That and was it, that was the catcher. Well, I guess he was. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. That was Kurt Suzuki. Catcher. <laughs> wow. And Trump was in his infield. So <laughs> Is that is that what they mean by first base? <laughs> <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> he put out a MAGA hat. He's gonna need therapy now. <laughs> well, no, he's that not. That whole thing was weird. That whole thing was weird. I we mentioned this in the chat. I, I, I was, I've been very mixed about it because I, 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 and I mean this. If if you're if you're a you know a team you win a championship you should be able to go to the White House I I get it I sure. get it and I really have struggled with this because I love this team I love the Nats mm-hmm. I do I mean it's a it's a great team I super super duper love our leaving pitcher um, Sean Doolittle who said I'm not going because he stands for everything I don't, mm. but I also get why people do go to the White House. I get it. For the fish um, delight? Huh? <laughs> what? I said, for the fish delight? <laughs> well, that's, a, that's the, the made-up McDonald's sandwich Trump has delivered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so I've been very mixed about it. Seeing what he did to Suzuki was creepy as fuck. Yeah. And... Uh, Maybe he just, you know, maybe he just Trump saw an opportunity. Just turns to shit. Well, you know, maybe Trump just, you know, never rode a Suzuki and wanted to. Oh God! Oh. I'm sorry. Bad I'm so bad. sorry. <laughs> Stop it. Hold on, bump. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'll, okay, I'll take it. Um, so <laughs> the catcher. <laughs> it's true. I believe you. It's just. It's I mean. I mean, the the levels of irony and weirdness, you know. Well, I guess it's... Is that irony? I don't know. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Sandy is actually saying that only 12 players went. That I didn't know. Which, oh, okay. Good. Good. So... so it, yeah, it should be a choice. It should not be saying... Oh. You should not go down on a... You should not make a player feel bad if they decided they didn't want to go. But right. it yeah. is a choice. Yep. Well, Trump right. was and, you know, Trump was about to go down. Make, on I don't a want player. them to feel bad because they did go. I mean, I, oh yeah, Francis conflicted about Francis it. said second base, second base. I was he wrong. He grabbed Suzuki's boobies from behind. That was creepy. That's, that's it, horrifying. It was creepy. <clears throat> I mean, I feel like is that what you used to do to Ivanka? That's you're out. Uh, so. <laughs> It was creepy. <laughs> Who does that? Honest to God. Seriously. Who, uh, well, I think we know. I think we know who who does that, and that's the the guy who, uh, you know, definitely isn't a racist because he had Michael Jackson go to play dates with his oh, children. Well, yes, there it is. <laughs> did you get Miles Michelle? Did you hear about this today? No, I didn't. No, I missed oh it. my God, oh. Don Junior, everybody. 
Jesus Christ. The author. The, the, the new author. The, oh, the newly minted author. He is so... What a writer. What a writer this guy is. Um, here's the headline. Here's the headline from Charlie Nash on uh, Mediaite. Don Jr., how can my father be racist when he let me hang out with Michael Jackson as a child? Not the onion. Oh. Not not the Borowitz report. No. Nope. That's actually in the book. Wow. So it, it says uh, in his new book, Triggered, Fat Boy <sighs> Trump's son, Fat Donnie Jr. Trump, uh, questioned how many people or how people can label his father a racist when he let him hang out with late pop star Michael Jackson as a child. Oh, and by the way, given all the things my father's been called, particularly a racist, it sure sounds odd that he let his son vacation with a black man or hang out with Michael Jackson, doesn't it? He let you vacation? He let you vacation with a black person. I'll allow it. <laughs> he's a rich black man. It's cool. Um, and uh, if he's racist, he's sure not very good at it. Oh, no, he's great at it. Birtherism? Come on. We'll just right there. I would have, I would have something to point out. Sure. For him to say that his father let him, what that means is Donnie Jr. asked. Well, yeah. That's yeah. the point. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's really creepy. I mean, it, and it gets worse here, too. It says, uh, Trump Jr. also reportedly reveals in the book that Michael Jackson lived in Trump Tower and came over to play video games with him and Eric, according to Bloomberg. Before his death in 2009, Jackson was repeatedly, uh, repeatedly at the center of uh, child sex abuse allegations. We know that. These allegations continued after his death with the HBO documentary about some of the allegations titled Leaving Neverland, airing earlier this year. Trump's ex-wife, Fat Donnie's ex-wife, Ivana Trump, has also written about uh, Jackson's Didn't relationship. Let me speak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, written about Jackson's relationship with her family, according to the Washington Times, she claimed in her 2017 book, "Raising Trump," <sighs> the only person who ever had an open invitation to come to the triplex for playdates whenever he wanted was Michael Jackson. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> the wow. King of Pop, and, and it continues, it says, the King of Pop lived in Trump Tower and was a good friend of the whole family. He'd stop by and chat with Donald, Donald and me for a few minutes, for a few minutes, and then he'd go up to the kids' floor to hang out for hours and hours. Oh! <laughs> Adding, Michael was a 30-year-old kid. He was a child himself in a man's body. Yep, that doesn't sound creepy at all. No. Surprised um, you didn't say he was a man logic. inside a child's body. Um, sweet, but, but here, t tender, sweet, and gentle. I never believe the accusations that he molested those kids. There's no way he could have hurt anyone. No. I'm sure there was an abundance of Jesus juice to go around in sippy cups. But, you well, know, this is, again, one of those situations where you have somebody who is clearly, uh, you know, to me, he he did abuse children. 
Absolutely. It's this assumption that because he didn't abuse or he might not have abused the Trump children, then mm-hmm. clearly he's not a child abuser. Not every child abuser or rapist or domestic abuser rapes every woman. Yeah. Or not every murderer kills everybody every on the person. planet. Yeah, not every murderer yeah. kills everybody on the planet. Right. You know? They know who they can get away with killing, or at least try to get away with. By that logic, by that logic, clearly, if Michael Jackson proves that Donald Trump is not a racist, then clearly we can jump to the next conclusion that Donald Trump has never, ever abused a child underage. Epstein. What? Uh, See? Oh, oh, oh I, I meant to say, and also Epstein didn't kill himself. Right? I mean, <laughs> it's the same logic. My dad's not a rapist. He let me hang out with a black person. My dad is not a rapist. He let me hang out with somebody who might have abused children. I, I, yeah. This this doesn't... Uh, okay, so not only is it, is it uh, a proven fact that Trump is a racist beyond the shadow of a doubt, it is uh, because seriously, you think that you think that um, Donald, the, you know, Donald Trump and the rest of the family valued Michael Jackson because of his, you know, uh, African American, you know, heritage and you know how he yeah. could share and enrich their lives, or was it because he was famous? It's famous. Access to Hollywood. Yeah, Trump and, coveted that. Yeah, tell me about I don't know. T- tell me about um, uh, a, a cop or uh, you know a teacher or uh, you know some kind of civil servant or something you met in your life that you know uh, that made you think better about other people or the world or or, or, or whatever. You know, you give me some kind of enriching story other than fucking playing video games with a thirty-year-old goddamn pedophile. How old do, do we know how old the kids were at the time? Because well, if he was thirty, when, when Michael was, Jackson died in two thousand nine, and does yeah. anybody remember how old he was? Was he fifty? He was fi- he was close to fifty. Yeah. So it had so to be around eighty nine. That much. Yeah, they couldn't have been that much younger than him. It would have been it, it would have been around eighty nine, I think, because you know the kids would have been. Um, because the kids right now are um, Donald Trump Jr.'s what probably about forty. Yeah. So he was probably about ten, you know, you know, ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, that'd make Eric, you know, yeah, eight, nine, ten, something like that. So <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah. Fucking gross. You, this family, Michelle, can this fa- could this family potentially get any grosser? Even if it was just, you know, uh, pandering to a, a famous celebrity and all that, it's still pretty twisted. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to cast aspersions on him anymore. Michael Jackson's all, already been played out in the news. Everybody has formed their opinion. But still, it is creepy. Well, you <laughs> know, really I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I do understand. Because at the time, if we're going back to 1989 or whenever... We didn't know any of this stuff about Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was freaking Michael Jackson. He was the king of pop. And and the fact that the fact that Don Jr. is like, look, my dad's not racist because he let me hang out with a black celebrity. 
that's almost like saying, of course Donald Trump is not racist because Kanye West loves him. Yeah. Yeah. I well, See, we have black friends. That defense always that's works what he's so saying. well. That really is literally what he's saying. My, we, we have black friends. My dad let me hang out with black people. He can't be racist. Yeah. I, I, I find that really just stunning because, you know, that kind of makes you racist. Yeah. Oh, Sandy, I think... To me, I think it really makes yeah. you racist. Sandy, I think Adam was saying Michael Jackson was 49 or 50 when he died. Is I think that's what, what he meant by that. Um, because, yeah, I think he was... I think he was just turned 50 or something. Just about my yeah. age. And I hear so. Trump's now moving down to Florida with his official residence. Well, you guys yours, are guys. so lucky. Oh. All yours. Want us to... Thank you. Shall we airlift you out? Oh, God. I'm more inclined to think that, uh, uh, you know, that's just wishful thinking on my part. I, 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 I don't know honestly, the inside of prison, so. I think I think he'll. Uh, I, I I can honestly see him leaving the country. You know, at, at once he's done in the White House. Mm-hmm. I could see him leaving um, the country. You think? I mean, there's a lot going on in New York, the state of New York, with their yeah. uh, SDNY. They've got sealed indictments and all that crap going on. So I think you're right. He may. Ha! You know, here's a question. Mm hmm. Will Trump um, not be in the country on Inauguration Day? Oh, he will. If, he, if he's reelected? <clears throat> no, 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 no. If he's no, not. No. If he's not. Okay. If he, if, so there's sealed indictments in New York State, ready to go. And if he's in the country, when another person takes the oath of office for the, uh, for, for, to be POTUS, and at that moment he is no longer subject to that uh, bullshit, uh, you know, president can't be impeached opinion by the uh, Office of Legal Counsel. <laughs> it, <laughs> Will he? I mean, would would Trump have a legal lawyer, a, a legal lawyer, a criminal lawyer <laughs> that will advise him? You know what, sir? You don't want to be in the country the moment you stop being president. Well, I, can't we conclude that Trump doesn't listen to any of his lawyers? I mean, <laughs> my 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 my. Well, I think that's statement. so far off in the distance. I, my my thing is how do you how do you arrange for secret service protection when you're in a federal prison? <laughs> hey, I like it. I like it. Uh. Well, here's 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 something interesting because you know we still have the the federal statutes that the president cannot be indicted and blah blah blah. Um, depending on what happens with this with with what's going on in New York State, and this is not SDNY. This is New York State, New York City, the Attorney General of, of you know, Cy Vance. This, this, is, this is the case that's outside of federal jurisdiction, them trying to get his, his tax returns. Um, and I know this is really getting ahead of things, but if he is convicted, he's not going to a federal jail. He's going to a New York State correctional facility. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, um, well... <clears throat> In case you all didn't know, my father used to work for one, and they are not pretty. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not even the fancy ones. They are yeah, not pretty. They'll have to arrange for like solitary confinement or something, or where he gets secret service. He's he's still, I think, unless if he's actually I, impeached, I think he still qualifies for secret service protection. Presidents you know? do qualify, <laughs> but if you're but in custody, in, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm confused about. He's going to have Impeach, to be protected. Impeachment, impeachment is a federal situation. Yeah, and that doesn't require um, jail time. Impeachment doesn't. Yeah. You know, if the president gets impeached, that doesn't mean he's going to jail. No. Yes. It but means he's removed from office. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, what, what I'm what I'm saying is, if we're talking about the things that are going on in New York State, and he does go to jail, he probably will have special protection. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He's going to have to have Secret Service protection while he's in jail, which is going to be a really interesting logistic. Well, anyway, I got to play this because Michelle brought it up. Seriously, when the going gets tough. You don't want a criminal lawyer, right? You want a criminal lawyer. Know what I'm saying? I do, Jesse. <laughs> I do, Jesse Pinkman. Um, and I think that was mild. But oh, okay. He's got what, one. one of you He's got one Rudy. Rudy! <laughs> oh, my Rudy God. Rudy's in such trouble. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Don Jr. said he was doing great, too. I don't know if anybody saw that. He said, Rudy's doing great. It was sort of one of those hamana You're talking about the CVS interview, right? This um, yeah, I, I saw a little bit of it. Because uh. <laughs> later on in that interview, Donald Trump Jr. just went on in a whole anti-trans people tangent. And what a it was fucking it, asshole. I, I I'll find it, and if if you want to play it for Friday, it's pretty amazing because Gail King was like, "All right, you know what? Maybe we should just move on," because mm. it was getting really ugly and really nasty. And, I do have uh, I do have a, a bit of a hamana hamana thing by uh, uh, Donald Trump Jr. I be yes sir. Yeah, I be yes sir. I be yes sir. <laughs> that is Don Jr. Um, but anyway, we we got to get going to the break. Um, and uh, there's one other thing I wanted to mention. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, seriously, how out of touch is that? I mean, oh god. Oh, and you know, if only his last name was Biden, he could get ahead in life. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, really? You worked for everything you have, Chicklets? <laughs> call, call him Chicklets because he got those fucking veneers. I know that's what the, Stephanie Miller used to call Mark Sanford that, but now, um, yeah, seriously. Fucking, oh, I hope somebody makes him swallow his veneers. I know what I was going to say. Yeah, somebody got really dark on uh, the, the hive of scum and villainy today, and this time it was one of ours. You'll never find the more wretched hive of scum and, and they villainy. suggested different execution ways for trump and i and i just i didn't like it or upvote it or anything i just went i said how about this just ban him from all fast food restaurants and i'll starve to death <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> that's it all right make him eat vegetables <laughs> there's his punishment make him eat veg fruit and vegetables in prison for the rest of his life that'd be good prison food Oh. Even better, even better, kale and quinoa. There you oh, go. And and you know what they, you can do with the you can uh, the rest of the family would have to go and replant Michelle Obama's victory garden as well. 
So, um, anyway, let's go ahead and uh, go to the break. When we come back, we'll get into uh, some other shenanigans here. Uh, Rand Paul, uh, once again, um, maybe deserves another good ribbing. Um, we'll see. Uh, pun intended. Uh, anyway, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after uh, this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com
I could kiss you in the mouth. I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. We get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau of the Swamp, the Bubble. Hello, hello, and yes, I am watching the Virginia election very closely because if people recall, yes, 2017, 
Virginia voted, and Virginia nearly turned blue. Mm-hmm. With the exception of there was one, there was one race that literally came down to they they pulled a vote out of a camera roll. All right, so Virginia, you know, they they do their state elections a year before national elections, and it's a bellwether state. I really think that when it comes to to what might happen next year, watch Virginia. So I'm really, really hoping I got like my fingers crossed, my toes crossed, my legs crossed, and anything else I can cross in in the hopes that we can flip the House of Delegates and flip the state Senate. Because the, 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 the margins of control for the Republicans in that state are one or two votes in either of the houses. And you know we can we can get the we can get the ERA passed in Virginia. No, okay, yeah. Which means it's going to come up for a vote eventually, on the federal level. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just watching Virginia. Plus, all right. I've only I've lived I've lived in Maryland for one year. I still love yeah. me some Virginia. Gotcha. Understood. Yeah, Virginia is a great state. And of course, uh, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida, uh, the mediocre city. Um, it, it, does your city have a slogan? Um, there was a radio show host. What did he call Port St. Lousy? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a terrible slogan. Uh, yeah, he he, he wasn't a fan. Port um, St. Lousy. <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 say that from now on if you want me to. Port St. Lousy, Florida. <laughs> And of course, it, 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 it's a city for all ages. I don't well, hate our city. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's it's just a little place. In yeah, the, the slogan yeah. is a city for all ages. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that's well, there you go. isn't that kind of Florida? Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, like and it, I like to call it Little New York. Oh, there you go. Oh, see that? I kind of like that. Little New York. <laughs> yeah. And of course, Michelle Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Welcome back and Port St. Lousy. I, I, I am glad to be here. And can I say, I'm really glad to be on the show with Rain. Because usually, usually it's me and Miles substituting for you. So it's great to, to be well, on the show with you. Aww, yeah, kind of, kind you. of fl- it flip-flops a little bit too. So, um, but, uh, and yeah, I think, uh, oh, actually, I don't, I think I might've forgotten to ask, but uh, if you want to sub for Bobber this Friday, you can too. So, <laughs> um, uh, okay. it, not like my yeah, head I hasn't think, been other places. I think he yeah, is this, working this Friday. Yeah, I believe so. I'll I'll, I'll get See, back I'm to you. I'm glad you're in charge of his schedule because I'm not catching. Me too. Uh, well, no, I'm. Just, I don't want to be in charge. No, of anything it's fine. Anymore. <laughs> it's fine. I'm like, oh, you're working. Okay, bye. All yeah, right, yeah, all right. So let's get back to it. And again, uh, happy happy twenty uh, uh, second anniversary to you guys. Uh, you Thank celebrated you. on you. October thirty first. Very exciting. And um, and yeah, I uh, and and again, it's a, it's been an absolute pleasure to uh, over the last. Uh, how long have we been friends now? How long have we been doing this stuff together? Uh, wow. two, over two years now. Two and a half. I years. think it'll be three years. I think it, it was like three years ago when we were playing the uh, Talisman, and then Adam had his shows implosion and upheaval. You suggested us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I, I and <laughs> I suggested you, and now and you'll never forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, no, no, it's it's been it's been really great, you know. Uh, as with uh, Joe, Bob, and Rain, and, and Adam, and everybody else, it's been a real pleasure to uh, get to know you guys and become uh, true friends. So uh, I'm I'm glad to have you here with us. Yeah, because I haven't been on this side of the mic since I was 12 years old, so it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> That's right. You had the early yep. radio career. Yes, so. I did. <laughs> uh, but anywho, uh, let's go ahead and... Uh, and uh, okay, so first of all, uh, the, oh, oh, we need some pearls. We need some pearls in here because uh, they're about to be clutched. <laughs> oh, no. Mm. Uh, uh, yes, that would be... Um, <clears throat> hold on. Are they going to break? Uh, they yeah. might. It is Lindsey Graham, and as we know, he's got quite the grip of late. Oh, Lindsey! You're gonna. Go. You better work in his bagels. You better. You better <laughs> climb under the Davenport, the bureau, the ottoman, and the feigning couch, and find all of them pearls you done clutched onto the floor. Um, sorry, I tried to name as give as many oddball names for old furniture as I could there. Um, the Davenport. Oh, do you have a Davenport or uh, an armoire? <laughs> uh, so anyhow. I had a Davenport growing up. Uh, that's just a fancy name for a couch, isn't it? I, oh, I thought it was. Yeah, maybe. Let's go with that. It's, like a, a, it's like a carport, except it's for Davins. Yeah, I had a duvet. <laughs> a duvet? Well, a, a duvet's not that fancy. We have a duvet. <laughs> So, I mean, what else are you going to call it? A cover for another blanket. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, we why not? Had, we had, regarding furniture, we had a high boy and a low boy. Oh, a high boy and a low boy. Did you have an yeah. in-betweener boy? No. Okay. Nope, one or the other. And it was based, it was like 60s or 70s, based on like that Swedish type furniture. Oh, okay. Well, that's fun. Uh, but here we go. This is uh, 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 as, as we heard. Uh, well, uh, I'm pretty do, sure you that have a little Lindsey bit of Graham has had high boy. Uh, <laughs> he's probably had a low boy too. Uh, I think so. Could you pick those up for me? <laughs> I'm sorry, that was uncalled for. Hmm. <laughs> no, it was totally called for. No, anyway. it was uncalled for. I apologize. No, no, I it's okay. Low hanging fruit. I apologize. Uh, oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, roll along here, uh, because uh, well, okay. So the big news today is that uh, the ambassador Sondland, uh, the the guy who basically. Paid for, uh, paid what a million dollars towards Trump's inauguration, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to get a job, paid for you know, his ambassadorship pay to pay to, to play, you. pay to play, and then all of a sudden he he's changed his testimony. He said initially that there was no prid quid, god damn it, quid pro quo. Um, and now he's saying that oh yeah, totes there was, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And this is a guy who yes. was in the tank. It should for be Trump. mentioned. It should be mentioned. Like, he went in there, he gave his testimony a couple of weeks ago, and mm -hmm. then he re he came back to revise his, his testimony. Now, now, is that. Is he, is he free from. Uh, did he perjure himself? I. You know, I don't know. 
I don't know because he he did come back to the house to testify again. So this was a little different than this situation was a little bit different than him revising his testimony. He came back to talk to them again, and so people like um, bear with me. People like uh, Ambassador Yovanovitch, mm-hmm. she came back in to review her testimony before it was made public. Sondland came back in to correct his testimony. Big difference. So I don't know if he... he I, I think it's kind of like, look, mm-hmm. we're going to let you correct your statement. I think that's what went on. Yeah. So I don't okay. know if he perjured himself or not. He got a do-over. That's what it seems like. And his do-over was, yeah, there was definitely uh, a quid pro quo. A I suddenly remember now. Quid pro mulligan. Like, oh, I, yeah. You know, before he was like, I don't recall. I don't think it was a quid pro quo. And then all these other people came in. Um, uh, I can't remember. Volker and a few other people. And he was like, uh-oh. I think my memory is just... It got a lot better. Well, there's a lot of interesting stuff coming out in the transcripts. And that's one of the things right there. And um, uh, let me see. Uh, this is um, this is Lindsey Graham's response. This is also from Mediaite uh, because I'm lazy. Josh Feldman, Lindsey Graham dismisses impeachment process after release of Sondland and Volcker testimony. This is a bunch of BS. So what he said. Huh. Uh, that was Senator, today? Yeah, Senator Lindsey Graham repeated his oh. criticism of the impeachment inquiry today, saying he considers the process a bunch of BS. Oh, um, Graham, Graham teed off uh, uh, Intel Committee Chair Adam Schiff. Uh, uh, Graham, I'm sorry, teed off uh, Intel Committee Chair Adam Schiff and per CBS uh, News reporter Catherine Watson said he wouldn't read the transcripts out today from Gordon Sondland, who reversed his testimony, and Kurt Volker. Uh, Graham, the person in charge of this... This is uh, from Chad Pergram, a tweet. Graham said, the person in charge of this investigation is Adam Schiff. If you believe he's out to get the truth, then you shouldn't be driving anywhere in America. The guy has been trying to get Trump. I've written him off. I think it's a bunch of BS. If you think he's out to get the truth, then you shouldn't be driving anywhere in America. Is he insulting people that believe him and saying that you're too stupid to drive? Is that what no, he's saying? I don't know. I or maybe he's trying to do some stupid Chappaquiddick joke. I, I, I maybe. And then uh, Catherine Watson tweeted Lindsey Graham, the uh, the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, says he won't read any of the transcripts and dismiss Sondland's reversal. I've written off the whole process. I think it's a bunch of BS. What? Uh, do you plan on reading the the transcripts that were released? No. Really? Oh my God, Lindsey, 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 calm down, Lindsey. <sighs> but Lindsay also said he didn't read and wasn't going to read the Mueller report. Yeah. I don't think he reads anything. I think if staffers read it and then just regurgitate it back well, to him. Uh, he, well, he, he has, he's, he and other Trump cultists have made up their minds is what it is. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. They, he is firmly entrenched in his own self-interest. And right mm-hmm. now he still sees supporting Trump to be in his best self-interest. Well, it's those rose-colored glasses were lovely. 
But Michelle makes a good point. I don't. I don't think that he does read these stuff. These things. I, but you know, this is where having a, an important staff is important. To you know, the staff reads this for the most part, and then because they're trusted by the people who employ them, they come back and say, "Look, Madam Speaker Pelosi, this, this, and this is in the report." So. I think that I think that Lindsey Graham's staff is going to read it, and Lindsey is going to still deny it. But it's it. All I can keep thinking of is is you know while he says I'm not going to read it, the minority chair of of Schiff's committee, which is what the House Intelligence, mm-hmm. right, yeah. is Devin Nunes. Devin Nunes has not attended any one of these Skiff meetings at all. Oh, I got some. I got a story on Nunes from over at Mediate too. And it also depends long, on the staff. long time. If your staff is composed of sycophants and you know uh, yes. children of your business partners and stuff like that, they're going to tailor the report to stuff you want to hear. That that mm-hmm. is that is on point. That is on point. Well, it's so you guys are like you, you guys are. I probably haven't even seen this story, and you know what you are. Uh, you're prescient. Uh, yeah. Um, hey. Over at Law and Crime, Jerry Lambright's impeachment inquiry transcript shows Devin Nunes desperately trying to tie Steele dossier to Ukraine. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh that's, that's desperate. You gotta believe me! You gotta believe me! Sorry, Nunes just became uh, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, represent. This is a uh, Jerry Lamb. Uh, Representative Kevin uh, Devin Nunes Mukal, represent uh, Republican California, uh, has already proven his loyalty to Fat Donnie Trump. But uh, I, if I say Fat Donnie, that means it says uh, it says President. Um, uh, but today's release of transcripts from the closed doors depositions in the House uh, impeachment inquiry illustrated just how far. California congressman is willing to go in backing the uh, fat boy. Um, During his questioning of U.S. Ambassador to the European Union, Gordon Sondland, Nunes, the ranking member of the House Intelligence Committee, repeatedly and without evidence claimed that the Steele dossier originated in Ukraine to justify Trump's interest in the country. After yielding his opportunity to make an opening statement, Nunes entered the interview with the objective of trying of tying the dossier to Ukraine, despite Sondland appearing to have almost no idea what he was talking about. <laughs> uh, he's like, uh, hey, what happened? Uh, uh, after yielding, <laughs> uh, it says, uh, I just want to, uh, he says, I just want to go back to something. Uh, Republican Oversight Committee aide Stephen Castor referred to uh, about the skepticism of the, pre- the president has with the Ukraine. Nunes said, I don't know how closely you followed what this committee went through over the last three years, but also the Mueller investigation special counsel. A lot of it was centered on a product called the Steele dossier. You've heard of that, I assume. <laughs> Yes, Sondland replied, opening the door for Nunez Basil's allegation. Were you aware that the origins of the Steele dossier were from Ukraine? Many of the origins of the in the in the original Steele dossier were from Ukraine. The politicians within Ukraine, Nunez said. God, I I, I can't even what read what mean? he says. 
it makes no sense. Um, and according to the transcript, uh, uh, Adam Schiff interrupted the questioning to say the panel cannot accept that that is an actual, fa- actual or factual representation. Nunez was undeterred. I don't want it to get a tit for tat with you, but what's factual? Nunez asked. The Steele dossier didn't origin parts of didn't originate in Ukraine. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Parts of it didn't originate in Ukraine. Oh my God. And uh, yeah, so then they fought, and he just you know kept bringing it up. The the article's huge, but yeah, it's all in the transcript. I'll I'll share this law and crime uh, article in the chat if anybody wants to read more. But yeah, he's um uh that was a very moving statement he made. <laughs> what's What's amazing to me, I think it was today. It's hard to keep up with with Trump because he. He talks so much stupid things. He really does. But I think it was today he said that I want the Republicans to release their version of the transcript. Miles. Hello. You Miles. Okay, Miles. You choking? Yeah. There? Alternative facts. It's just like it's a, Why aren't you lying for me? Yeah. Go ahead. I just. No. I, he really. He said that. I. I want the Republicans to release their version of the transcript and. I heard that, and I was, I, I, I did laugh at first, but then I thought, Jesus, this, this, him saying that discounts that we have federal employees who literally, they're servants, they're career servants, they're not political, you know, appointees, they're people who, you know, they applied for a job in the federal government literally applied the same way you would go get try to get a job at you know a 7-eleven except this is the federal government these are working people career Mm. servants and their job is to transcribe the things that they hear when they're in a house hearing or a senate hearing we've seen we've seen them we've seen them on c-span doing the little you know Typing thing. We've heard so, what they heard in their left ear. Let's hear what they heard in their right ear. I don't know where you'd get another transcript. Um, probably pull it out of your ass. So the idea came from where? I just pulled it out of my ass, sir. Put it back in there because it sucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's my best guess. Yeah, I, I, I would. That I, was really insane to me. I would like Trump to breathe his version of air. Um, Trump to say that, because th- this is the same guy that, that it, when a poll comes out, you know, because pollsters have a method. Fake news. Job. Fake news. And when it comes out that's unfavorable, it's just like, oh, that's not the right poll. That's the wrong poll. Yeah. It's, oh, he's not, he doesn't look at a transcript as a thing that is performed by professionals or what have you, except. When it's by a perfect call, yeah, those people are perfect. They write down every word. They're listening to everything I say, and they get it right. Yeah, but you know the thing is, Miles, is that, and you're you're on point with that. I mean, to me, it's pretty easy for him to manipulate what polls are to his supporters, but now he's literally trying to make people believe that career servants who went to college went to school to learn how to transcribe are typing in things that aren't real like this to me this goes like one step beyond this fake news bullshit it's really fucked up to me 
to be honest it's with you. It's really just the normal thing Trump does all the time. If something doesn't, he doesn't like it, he attacks it. Yeah, I just I can't I can't accept that as normal. Okay. I mean, well, I know yeah. what you're saying. I do understand what you're saying. I, my point is, yeah. is that none of us are trying to normalize them. So. Literally trying to say, don't believe government. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, I'm going to read this uh, quick. Uh, we got to go to the break. But uh, Heather says, I saw someone on Twitter uh, saying Nunez knows the name of the whistleblower. And it's out now. I told the person, quit believing Nunez. He's just a battle <laughs> liar as Trump. Good advice. I oh, like man. that. Yes. Oh, so. man. Uh, Michelle Rand Paul said that last night too. Oh, I got the audio the for I, Hold on. Oh yeah, don't, don't let's I got audio for that for next segment. Um, uh and uh Michelle, did you want to add anything before we go to the break? No, I'm good on this point at this time. <laughs> All right. Yes, yeah, so I te- yeah, so Rand Paul coming up. I actually have audio for that. Uh, I got a pretty good segment uh from uh CNN with uh Allison Camarota and John Berman. Um, and, uh, yeah, all about Rand Paul at the big, um, emotional support rally for fat boy in Kentucky. Um, yeah. So anyway, let's go ahead and go to the break. When we come back, we'll have lots more fun with me, Rain, Miles and Michelle right after this. We are living in the most spectacular, difficult and dangerous period in history. In search of knowledge, we have probed the depths of nature never before explored. We have challenged the sky and sent great engines thrusting far into space. Amazing feats. Our sacrifices have been many. Our discoveries constant. And our questions unending. The courage to see through these troubled times to a bright future comes from Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. This country, I believe, is going to be rocked um, in the next 24 hours. IndieMediaWeekly.com. And now, on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. And welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Coming in a little hot there. Uh, don't mind uh, the my text notifications that are coming in because... There's a woman that might have a lead on Billy's um, whereabouts, possibly, a few streets over from us. So we'll see. Uh, But anyway, um, she has one of those doorbell things where she actually gets uh, surveillance footage of all the cats that come around. Um, 
So, uh, Ring, I think. Something like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah, so welcome back to uh, Turn Up the Night Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And uh, welcome back to Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Betway Beer of the Bubble, the Swamp. Hello. I have good news. Yeah. It looks like Virginia picked up another Democratic seat in its state Senate, which would oh, mean oh. we're on our way, baby. Well, yeah, nice. You want to that. And I'm really happy. I'm really happy to hear about that possible scoop on Billy. Well, we've been talking to her since last night, so you know uh, uh, she did send some blurry pictures of a black cat from the the thing, but it's impossible to tell unless we can actually. I mean, it fits the basic size and shape, but that's all. Um, but, uh, anyway, and of course, uh, sitting in for Joe Santorsa, who was uh, taking that night off. Um, we have, of course, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie or Port St. Lousy. Uh, <laughs> welcome <Yes>. back. <laughs> of course, both of you on loan from Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert and welcome back. Michelle as well. Yeah. Um, it also used to be called the foreclosure capital of the, uh, oh, of yeah. Florida. So. Oh, look at this. <laughs> Look at this. We're getting especially, some fun facts. Yeah, especially during the housing bubble when that burst, there okay. were for sale signs yep. and auction signs all over the place. Gators squatting in in ranch houses. So yeah, oh, there were there were actually people <laughs> who were renting out houses they did not own. Oh yeah, that that's been yeah that's been going on for a while in a lot of places. Um, yeah. That's like a huge scam. Uh, but anyway, so welcome back, everybody. And uh, as promised, uh, itty bitty Rand Paul was uh, hanging out with uh, um, Fat Donnie at his emotional support rally. I love calling them emotional support rallies because you know that's what they are. Um, and uh, I love, I love, that I didn't get the audio for this because I just don't want to. I don't want to listen to any of his stupid rallies. But I saw a news story about how it like came full circle that the, the, the Trump, the, the great Lou Dobbs called Trump the greatest president ever. And he agreed with the great Lou Dobbs. <laughs> and it's like what? Lou fucking Dobbs. <laughs> that racist that got fired. Where did he get fired from rain? He, he got fired from like CNN or something and then got a job. At, it was at CNN. Yeah. And then got a Cause he's a, he's a total white nationalist. Uh, so yeah, well, great company. The thing. He wasn't. He wasn't that awful when he was at CNN. He wasn't oh, that. He, got, at he eventually CNN. got that way. He eventually got that. Yes. Way. So, uh, but anyway, here we go. This is a uh, uh, CNN. Uh, I don't think is it New Day in Camarota and Berman. Um, um, I'm not sure if it's a New Day or not. But they had a couple panelists on. They'll mention who's on with them. I didn't uh, have time to put it down, but. Um, listen to what, uh, their, what Rand Paul said in their reaction at the emotional support rally for Fat Donnie last night. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) I'm sorry. Wrong button. President Trump and his allies are ramping up their efforts to unmask the whistleblower whose report, you know, sparked the impeachment inquiry. Here is Republican Senator Rand Paul with President Trump last night. The whistleblower needs to come before Congress as a material witness because he worked for Joe Biden at the same time Hunter Biden was getting money from corrupt oligarchs. I say tonight to the media, do your job and print his name. 
Joining us now, what? Joe Lockhart, CNN political commentator. All right, I'll, I'll pause it. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. What? Wow. He worked for Joe Biden. Yes, he worked for Joe Biden. So so yeah. So you know that this is interesting because apparently it seems like Rand Paul knows something, mm-hmm. and he's saying the media do your job. But listen, listen to the the, the reaction. I, I love this. Hitter and former Clinton White House press secretary and Margaret Taleb, CNN political analyst and politics and White House editor for Axios. Ooh, that sneaky, sneaky senator, Joe. He's trying to get us to do his dirty work and say the name of the whistleblower, which is illegal. He, if he knows the name, if he thinks he knows the background, I mean, he's giving all this information that is not proven. There's no evidence of anything he's saying. If he knows it, why doesn't he say it? Because I'll tell you why he doesn't say it. Don't answer that. Because it's illegal. And he knows that. He's a small man. I have to tell you, what he just did there was small and cowardly right there. If he's got something to say, if he wants to break the law, do it. But to sit there on that stage and say, oh, others should do it right now. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Others should do my work for me. That's small. That's small. All right. I'm going to pause it right there. Right on, John Berman. I'm in to you because um, he is a very tiny man. He's a little guy. Um, you know, you could, you could, you know, run through a lawn and, and tackle him and like totally break ribs and puncture a lung. That's exactly what his neighbor did. Oh, did he? Oh my gosh. Uh, You know, he's such a fragile, delicate little guy. You you know, want to be more careful with that little, uh, he was, he was raking the leaves and his neighbor decided to jump in the pile of leaves and Rand was there just about the size of the little China doll, Paul. He missed about the size of little Jeff Sessions. Oh, boy. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, don't invoke his name. So, <laughs> so uh, might have to create a new character. A little Rand. <laughs> you just have to make sure that you do the little cat mouth. Just cat pick your lips real close. Like Rand. Pucker just- him up. Yes. Do your job. <laughs> no, oh my God. It's your job. It's do your job. Turn into Pittsburgh, man. Um, so, so anyway, yeah, I, I, uh, you know, good on Camarota and Berman for, for calling him out. Cause you know, of course you're not going to do it cause it's illegal. And you know, and it, you know, media do your job, break the law. Fuck you, you scumbag yeah. in your, in your shitty this- little rat infested toupee. That's now, the part that really is disgusting about all of this. The he knows that the idea of the whistleblowers to protect the whistleblower, so the whistleblower does not get ret- retribution in any form. So yeah. that's how the law works, by the way. Yeah. It's not just, you know, you don't say the person's name so they can p- be protected in their job. It's also so that they don't have to worry about having retribution in their personal life. Yeah. Uh, Miles. And he knows yeah. that. Miles, what were you going to say? Now, the, I'm hoping that the whistleblower does not get revealed. But the good news about them attempting, about them doing this, is they have nothing else. Mm-hmm. They have no real defense. This shows what a nothing burger they are trying to throw out there to deflect. You see, for them, th- it's this called shows shoot how really the messenger. scared... Pardon? It's called shoot the messenger. Yes, for this to for them to do this, it shows how 
scared they truly are and they want they need someone to attack and right now they've got no one because all these um uh career um officials in the state department and and in the security council that have uh military uh experience and, and medals and whatnot mm-hmm. that's not something that they someone they can go after because those are the people they're under oath they're talking whatever blah 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 they want they want a boogeyman that they can yeah. draw out before the American people and attack yeah. with it's, uh, innuendo yeah. and just like oh look at this person he's in the shadows he's trying to steal your election yeah so yeah. I mean you know that's what they did last week with uh, Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman oh well, he they was tried but he's I, I haven't heard crazy. much since he came from I, I, he was nine years old when he came from Ukraine. <laughs> but no, Miles is right. Miles is really right. I mean, if you, if you, and I know that we listen to this stuff and we marinate in this stuff, but they don't have any defense of Trump. None. There is no defense if you None really whatever. come. Like, this is really beyond. It's it. It really is just amazing to me. It is beyond. Well, I I, no, it, I have advice. I have advice for all the Trump cult supporters out there. Is is put the goalposts on wheels so you don't throw out your back <laughs> from. <laughs> because uh, uh, the second second point, they um, uh, oh, I gotta re I gotta regather it. It was in my head. Now it's gone. Oh, you having an but, old man moment okay, like if me? It helps. If it helps, knock it out. Get get it back. Oh, there is there no, is no defense. Uh, 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 all right. So my point there they have they, there's no war room. You know how Clinton had a war room to separate you know all the crap that he was doing mm-hmm. from his real job. Sure. So they are so dysfunctional right now. You've got the people in the House and they're saying there's no quid pro quo. And then there's the people in the Senate who aren't saying that. And there there's some that are. That are even saying things like, mm-hmm. "Well, there was quid pro quo, but that doesn't reach right. the level in, uh, of impeachment." There's and so no, yeah. there's, this there's no uniform. At, there, yeah, there's no uniform there. attack strategy. Exactly, and they because are scrambling. They're throwing shit to the wall <laughs> and hoping something sticks, just but, to, just to see what they to go to go with. But you know, to to Miles' point, that they don't have a war room. Like Clinton, and to be honest with you, I'm. Pr- it probably wasn't called the war room during Nixon's, you know, issues. They don't have any talking points because the talking points that are coming out of the White House are literally the only thing that is like puked up President out of Trump's, Trump's mouth. Oops, sorry, and they're getting it, email to the Democrats. It's, it's all. Pre- it's they are literally. And and this is something I really find amazing. They are literally reacting based on whatever Trump says from one day to the next. Yeah. And and you know I don't know, man. Maybe they need to take Pilates to learn how to be more flexible. But they look stupid from one day to the next. Oh, so stupid. And my my hope is at a certain point, and this is you know it it probably won't happen. My hope is at a certain point they're going to be like, look. <laughs> Trump's killing us here. We're trying to support him. We're trying to, you know, keep him up and keep him going. But in the meantime, 
they just look like a bunch a bunch of jackasses. Absolutely. I need to do something real quick here. Wrapping uh, up their so efforts to I unmask. need to. I screwed up and I accidentally uh, hit stop on the clip, so I had to start playing it before I could turn the volume down on it, so I can play it until the point where I need it to be. But Miles, to your point though about them throwing shit at the wall, I got a sound effect for that. Yep, there it is. Let's try it again. <laughs> See if it sticks. No. Come on. Do it again. Ah. Hey, we need more shards. They won't stop backing up Trump until the polls really start to go against him. Right now, you're yeah. still looking at that 40, whatever, high 40s. and yeah. High 40. Yeah, His yeah. base is still solidly behind him. If the economy goes to crap, watch it. Watch them bail on Trump like they bailed on W. Mm -hmm. And they'll create a new party. It'll be a Tea Party 2.0. Oh, Maybe they could just and be the... Chelsea the, Gabbard will be their nominee. They could be the, <laughs> they could be the birther boys or the 9-11 truth uh, um, parade. Isn't, isn't uh, uh, Tulsi a 9-11 truther or something? I don't know, but that seems like... It, it doesn't seems seem like, like it'd it be, could be far out of her wheelhouse. It yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't. I don't want to say that, but damn it. I don't like her. Oh, she's fucking awful, and she's been. And you know what? I'm gonna. You know, I, I I will say this: what Hillary Clinton said about her was not wrong. But what Hillary Clinton said about her, of course, they she never said her name, right? But it gave so much. It put so much in Tulsi Gabbard's scale uh, sales. I'm sorry, scales. Um, so much wind in her sails. It, it, it you know, and and. She's showing up on fucking Tucker Carlson. Okay, here's the thing. And MSNBC, Democrats, by the way. Democrats, I have no problem if you want to go onto Fox News. I'm not a purist. You can go onto Fox News. Just make sure that when you're going onto Fox News, you're not fucking going onto white nationalist programming on Fox News because then I think you're fucking horrible. And, you know, well, I already thought she was horrible anyway. I mean, unless you want to go on and call Tucker out. But no, I wouldn't even just give him the ratings for that. Because Tucker is good at, at manipulating uh, people on his show and shutting them down with his little production team and everything. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, he, you know like mutes his feed to his guests sometimes so they're like off kilter when they come back to respond you know is so, it live or is it recorded it's live i think i think yeah i think but, it's live because they can do all sorts of manipulation if it's yeah. recorded so. well yeah but uh but yeah there there's you know there's been leaked uh things where he canceled interviews with people who got the best of them and he tells yeah. them to fuck off you know um but anyway, let's get back to the Camarota and Berman uh, clip. You might hear a, a repeat of a little bit of the audio, um, but I think this picks up right about where we left off. Let me see. And say, oh, others should do it right now. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Others should do my work for me. That's small. That's small. But I, I think it's part of a broader Republican strategy, particularly this week when you've got all of this testimony coming out, which really just nails down you know, what happened uh, with Ukraine and all the different players. They are desperate every day to light up bonfire someplace to say, look over here. Don't look at the substance. Look over here. 
And that was last night's edition. Um, you know, I don't know what we'll get today, but that is their strategy. Their strategy is every day to take any norm, any law. They'll do anything to make sure that we don't stay focused on yep. what's in this testimony. I mean, I will say, Margaret, there are consequences, though, to this. And those con- uh, let me let me pause it there because uh, yeah, this guy uh, I forget his name. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, but yeah, he, he basically uh, confirms what Miles was saying. You know, they're they're just throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. You know, you know? <laughs> squirrel. Yeah, exactly. Shark. Shark. Um, yeah. So anyway, continuing consequences include the safety of the whistleblower. Those consequences include the sanctity of whistleblowers in general going forward and the law. Yeah, uh, John and Allison, good morning. I I mean, my news organization decided uh, at the outset that uh, the whistleblower has legitimate protections and we weren't going to be in the business of uh, attempting to oust this person. I think most major mainstream news organizations obviously feel the same way. That's uh, CNN does as well. Yeah, so... Uh, there is, uh, there are laws protecting whistleblowers. They're not as strong as the lawyers for whistleblowers want those laws to be. But the laws are in place mm-hmm. for a reason, and the whistleblower has been found to have not only used legitimate avenues to bring these concerns forward, but to have done it in the appropriate way. And the other thing I note is that. Um, the whistleblower's sort of initial raising of the flag has kind of been bypassed by all the other people who have come forward in these depositions, and some of Bingo. whom are volunteering to um, speak publicly as the investigation moves into the next phases. So I think you can also question um, how crucial the whistleblower's yeah. in- initial complaint really was. One last bit, uh, Rand Paul, you heard him talking about how the whistleblower uh, supposedly worked for uh, Joe Biden. Obviously, it's complicated because in order to put that in context, uh, one would have to say who the whistleblower was. Uh, But there are uh, thousands of people who work in the federal government, and uh, many of them have worked across multiple administrations from both parties. Thank you. So I think that's where we are. You could say the whistleblower works for Donald Trump. The whistleblower is in the government. You could say, well, the whistleblower works for Donald Trump. Clearly, he's a partisan. He works for Donald Trump. If you were going to make such an intellectually dishonest argument. But to your (laughs) point, the whistleblower's information has been corroborated seven times over. We see the transcript ourselves now. It's been released of the phone call. And there are all sorts of diplomats who have come forward to corroborate. The the whistleblower is a red herring at this point. And so you don't need that whistleblower anymore. Yeah, you'll remember the first Republican reaction to the whistleblower was it was hearsay. You can't pay attention to what he's saying because uh, he or she's saying because they weren't firsthand. And then when all the firsthand information came in and it was more devastating than they thought it could be, they all of a sudden had to go back and change their attack on the whistleblower. And, you know, the, the, the laws are the laws. The intent is clear. The intent is to allow people in the government to, without fear of retribution, without fear of having their lives disrupted, uh, to come forward and pass on information. There's no doubt about that. And Rand Paul knows the law. Yes. He knows the law, and that's why he did, and that's why he said he was small right there, yeah. because he's trying to get others to do the dirty work for him. And he's tiny and fragile like a China doll. Rand Paul, the China doll. Um, yeah, a uh, little tiny guy. You could easily break his ribs if you tackle him on a lawn. Easily. Puncture a lung. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Um, 
yeah. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm being small for a big guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, ding, 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 and ding with all all the points they raised there. You know, the whistleblower, what the whistleblower said, it's not so important anymore because the transcript or the edited transcript or the the you know, it's not a full transcript. And the Trump cult keeps lying and saying it's a full transcript because it's not. There's actually testimony about what has been omitted from that. Uh, that phone call, um, you know, and, and saying that, oh, well, you know, uh, you know, what Alison Camerota, I don't know if it was hyperbole or not, but she said, you know, seven times over what, what was, you know, the whistleblower said has been confirmed again, including from the, you know, the, sh the fragment of the transcript. So we don't, so need, why would we need to out the whistleblower at this point? The only reason why they want to out the whistleblower is to make sure that there is somebody who is a personal victim for the Trump cult to go after. They there want is no other reason. To, they want someone to attack, to, to chill other people from coming forward. Yeah. And to have a face, a name, something mm -hmm. that they can attack. Because right now, attacking a blank is unsatisfying something that it, the it lunatic fringe can put a target on his forehead and distribute and, it around the internet and can i just say shame the fuck on rand paul for this because there was a time i never agreed with him but there was a time when he was a reasoned senator they, he, he had was, his moments you know, he had his yeah, moments you know uh, what, what happened to what happened to the rand paul that did you know that was so anti-government surveillance right you exactly. know okay so now i guess he he's anti-government protection yes well yes, rand paul i'll tell you what if you don't want this whistleblower to be uh protected then you should you should make sure that you have no security yourself especially uh you know uh, uh around the capitol you scumbag I mean, I I'm just, I'm, I'm really just amazed because Rand Paul is the one who went to Russia and got a letter from Putin and brought up the letter back to Trump. I don't know what the letter was, but I do remember that that happened. And since then, he has just become a full-on goddamn Trumpist. Well, let's not forget his dad, like, basically had a, a clan, you know, the, the Klansman newsletter, too. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I and, not. And, and don't forget, Rand Paul was palling around with uh, Alex Jones for a long time, too. So, you know, th this guy's a scumbag. He's had his moments of, of reason. When, I think maybe when he thought it was politically expedient to maybe impress libertarians or something like that. But that's all out the window. He doesn't give a fuck about any actual libertarians anymore. You know? Um, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. So, Michelle, why don't you jump in uh, before we go to the break uh, on this? At first, I apologize for that alarm. Oh, that's okay. I, I told you, I got the text going off on my phone like crazy, too. <laughs> yes. It's fine. I didn't hear um, anything. Yeah, as far as oh, Rand Paul, didn't, isn't he, he gifted himself like an optometrist license or something like that, didn't he? Kind of. There yeah. was, yeah, that was, he, he was a shady, shady guy. Yeah, so, so that tells you what sort of person he is. And he does things 
as you guys have said, for political expedience. And don't forget the Aqua Buddha story where it sounded like he and another guy uh-huh. were going to try and rape a woman out in the yeah. woods. But for him to do something like this is strictly political theater. He's trying yeah. to get the most return out of a very little innocent, supposedly innocent statement. And to me, I, it's deplorable. I'm, yeah. I've am i heard it stories about him in Russia that they're not kind. Uh, no, yeah, like I yeah. said, he brought back a letter from Putin. He was I'm, a I'm very... Uh, he courier. may be compromised. It wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't be surprised at all. So, all right, well, we got to go to the Green News Report. We're creeping up. They're creeping up. Every episode, we get closer to the thousandth episode of the Green News Report. So, uh, I'm not sure when that will land, but it's got to be soon. It's going to be before Christmas, I think. So, Uh, but yeah, so welcome back, Brad and Desi. Uh, Again, uh, you guys are troopers, and uh, we were thinking about you the whole time uh, during your family struggle. And um, uh, we uh, we love you, and we welcome you back, and we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right, right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. It's Tuesday, November 5, 2019. I withdrew the United States from the terrible one-sided Paris Climate Accord. It was a total disaster for our country. Nope, the U.S. is still in the Paris Climate Agreement, for now. Work has finally gotten underway to clean up this massive oil spill just north of Edinburgh. Yep, another significant oil spill on the Keystone Pipeline, plus... It is the year 2019. Why is the world still ignoring the science and those most affected by this crisis? Swedish teen climate activist Greta Thunberg takes her climate action message to Los Angeles. All of those messages and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Why are the people in power still pretending that everything is fine? Because it is, Greta. For them, those folks are doing just great. This is your... Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, who could have predicted it? But once again, thousands and thousands of gallons of oil spilled from the Keystone Pipeline. (laughs) Yes, in fact, everyone predicted it. Cleanup operations are underway after the Keystone Pipeline spilled again late last week. This is the original Keystone Pipeline, not the controversial extension called the Keystone XL, which is still delayed in court. The new spill on the original Keystone dumped 400,000 gallons of sticky tar sands crude oil, smothering an acre of wetlands in northeastern North Dakota. Now, this is the same company which owns the what would be the Keystone XL pipeline that they tell us is the most advanced pipeline ever. It would never spill. Yeah, and if you believe that, I'll just let you know that it's the second significant spill on the original pipeline in just the last two years. In climate news, at an oil industry conference in Pittsburgh a few weeks ago, President Trump told his usual lies about the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement and falsely touted that he had withdrawn from it. Nope. 
the U.S. is still in the Paris Agreement, even now. What the Trump administration did do was announce on Monday that it filed the paperwork to begin the process of formally withdrawing the U.S. from the Paris Accord, the landmark global agreement to reduce greenhouse gas emissions that cause dangerous man-made climate change. The process won't be completed until November 4, 2020. That's the day after the 2020 presidential election. As if the 2020 presidential election wasn't already critical enough. If Trump loses, a new president could simply rejoin the agreement. Until then, the Trump administration will retain its seat at the U.N. climate talks this year and continue its attempts to monkey-wrench the global rulemaking negotiations. If there are global climate talks this year, wasn't that supposed to be held in Chile and weren't those recently canceled? Chile bowed out of hosting this year's climate summit because of protests and civil unrest sparked by deepening economic inequality, but Madrid, Spain will now host the summit. Oh, there you go. How's Greta Thunberg going to get there if she's got to go all the way back across the ocean? That is an excellent question. Thank you. We'll get to her in a minute, but the U.S. is the only country on the planet to withdraw from the Paris Accord. However, as Trump is pulling the U.S. back from world leadership, China is stepping in. Reuters reports that the presidents of China and France this week will sign a new trade agreement that includes a paragraph on the, quote, irreversibility of the Paris Climate Agreement. Meanwhile, while firefighters in California are making headway controlling an outbreak of wildfires, President Trump still hasn't mentioned the first responders, but he did find time to criticize California Governor Gavin Newsom about his wildfire response. Trump insisted on Twitter that Newsom must, quote, clean the forest. (laughs) Trump also threatened to cut off federal disaster relief funding to the state. Finally, Swedish teen climate activist Greta Thunberg traveled to Los Angeles to join the youth climate strike on Friday. Los Angeles Unified School District students were excused from classes if they attended the rally in downtown L.A., where Thunberg and other youth climate leaders called on the crowd to get active politically and demand politicians act on climate change. There is a tomorrow. It is the tomorrow where we young people will live. And we need to fight for that tomorrow, and we need to protect it as if our lives depended on it, because it does. Thunberg also appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres show, where she had this to say when Ellen asked her if she'd consider meeting with President Trump. Uh, I don't understand why I would do that. (laughs) Um, I mean, I, I I don't see what I could tell him that he hasn't already heard, Yeah, and I just... I just think it would be a waste of time, really. Yes, of course it would. He has access to the world's greatest climate scientists. He hasn't met with them, or at least if he has, he has completely ignored them. So why would he listen to Greta Thunberg? For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. And our thanks in advance to those of you who stopped by bradblog.com slash donate to help us celebrate Green News Report's upcoming 1,000th episode. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I love you. Tomorrow, you a day away. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up The Night. 
I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a twenty-dollar whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com, even talks honky. I'm so young. I can't believe it. I'm the youngest person. I am a young, vibrant man. Jesus Christ. And seriously, Brad and Desi, I know you love the thematic music for the end of the Green News Report, but Annie, oh, oh terrible, terrible. Uh, wow. So anyway, <laughs> oh, God. That, 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 it's not that bad. Oh, okay. All right. Enjoy. Uh, so anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Michelle Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the uh, on loan from Mike Check Radio, the Rogue DM. Hey, the, the Annie version with Carol Burnett and Tim Curry. I adore just because it's got Tim Curry and Carol Burnett. There you go. <laughs> what? No. Yeah. Tim Curry? Yes. He played. Oh um, my god! Yeah, he played was it the rooster. <laughs> I didn't see it. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, he uh, played. He played the. He played the one that was conniving with Carol Burnett to uh, okay. get money out of uh, Annie's inheritance and all that. All yeah. Right. Okay. I okay. want to hear Carol Burnett and Tim Curry. Period. Oh, it's amazing! You got to see it sometime. It's fun. It is a fun little romp. Yes. That <laughs> song can go to hell. Yeah, um, it's a it's a sickening, a sweet song. It's been overplayed, but you know, I, I just get fond memories out of that 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 uh, musical. That song. I'm sure that's on uh, Miles' top five favorite films of all time. Uh, Miles Lagan, St. Lucie, Florida. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But does does that uh, tomorrow give you a little earworm? Is that a problem? Oh, it's all right because I had I want a hippopotamus for Christmas stuck in my head yesterday. <laughs> oh, well, you know what would clear it really clear it out is if you played the uh, I thought I saw a pussy cat. Yeah, <laughs> are you calling me out, Lagan? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, uh, I like uh, to share the pain. Hey, hey, Bob. I thought I saw a pussy cat. 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 I thought I saw a pussy cat creeping up on me. I did. I saw a pussy cat as plain as he could be. Oh my God! I don't care. All right. Two more days for Halloween. 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 Two more days to Halloween. Silver shamrock. Anyway. The hills are alive with tomorrow, tomorrow. To dream the impossible dream. To fight the unbeatable foe. I thought I saw a pussycat. I totally saw a pussycat. All right, so uh, <laughs> and and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Welcome back to you as well. And guess who's doing name calling tonight? Me. Oh, me? me. You are me. I'm gonna do it. I haven't done it in a Yay. while. Yay! So. Felt okay. like doing it. So what I'll do is after I call everybody's name, 
Um, <clears throat> I will play a sound clip. That's what I'm going to do. That's the theme for tonight. I'm going to play you a sound clip uh, that oh. is... Uh, yeah, I got some good ones in here. Uh, in my in my jingles cart, because I have more than just jingles in, in this cart. I've got a lot of uh, uh, weird things here. So anyway, I let's was, go ahead. I was kind of hoping we could pick, you know, pizza toppings again. Well, that was a whole controversy oh. in and of itself. So let's just go with. <laughs> yeah, really let's just let's just. All uh, right, yeah. let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, there we it go. It wasn't an argument. It was not an argument. It was a controversy, is what I said. Yes. There we so. go. All right, Adam Hebert uh, from Mike Check Radio is in the chat. Would you like to come inside for a cupcake and a glass of wine? There we go. <laughs> uh, Francie is joining us as well. I hope your heads are okay. Fuck yeah. All right. And uh, Heather, uh, one of our regular callers on the program. Aspersions on my asparagus. There you go. There's a good one for you. Um. And uh, let me see, uh, Jay Colley. Oh, I got it. Uh, here's a fun one for you. You know, excuses are like assholes. Everybody's got one, and they all stink. There you go. <laughs> oh. Uh, and uh, let's see. What what do we got for for cat? Uh, here, here we go. What is your favorite color? Blue. No. I like that one. Uh, and, uh, Kenny Pick Sr., hello, Dad, let me find you a great, uh, drop here. Uh, let me see. Um, oh, oh I, I gotta make sure this is good. Um, here we go. Uh, I hope you got an appetite. The made-from-scratch fried bologna and Velveeta biscuit. New at Hardee's. There you go. I know how much my dad loves b- bologna and Velveeta. <laughs> Which is not very much. <laughs> and, uh, all right, we got President out there as well. Uh, oh, President, oh, look out. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Yeah. Uh, Scoopster in Rhode Island. And that's one to grow on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got one. I, I got one for Theo that's not lined up yet. That, uh, uh, <laughs> um, on the, uh, there, there we go. Yeah. This is, this is, uh, this one's for, for Theo. Let me make sure the volume's up. Uh, wait. Oh, it's long. It's the uncut version. It's yours? No, I mother said she found it in your closet. I don't know. One of the guys was lost of what? Look, Dad, it's where did you get it? Dad, answer me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You are right. I learned it by watching you. There you go. Um, (laughs) And uh, and then we have Tim Carmel, and of course, I don't know what other clip I could play other than. Uh, but, uh, let me see, or, uh, here, how about this one? I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. There you go. That might have made Tim do that again. And last but not least, we got Trojan Rabbit. I got to try and find him, um, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it again, because I love playing this. Bravely bold Sir Robin. Brought forth from Camelot, he was not afraid to die. Oh, brave Sir Robin, 
He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Pray, 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 Sir Robin. He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a pulp. Or to have his eyes gouged out and, and his, his elbows broken. To have his kneecaps split and, and his body burned away. away. And his limbs all hacked and mangled, pray, Sir Robin. His head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed and his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis... That's, that's, uh, that's enough music for now, lads. <laughs> yeah. Don't say penis in this house! There you go. And uh, <laughs> Tim Carmel says, I drink your milkshake. Hmm, sounds kind of dirty. Well, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> Latte. So, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I should have played that. That's something I haven't played on the on the show, the show in a long time. Um, I, I wonder the last time I uh, I don't know the last time Tim's played this either. But. Boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka, and boom boom shakalaka goes, goes right, right there. there. So. <laughs> Pastor da- James David Manning, or uh, I don't know, scumbag, scumbag. Anyway, um, let us know if you have any birthdays or anniversaries or uh, anything I, else going I on. I think Francie had one. Let me. Can I scroll back up? She has a big family. You can scroll back. I, I'll permit it. Uh, Francie's family is America. They are, and that's why I played her. Okay. I've got it. I've got it. Okay. So, Francie's very dear friend and Shani's godmother, Carol, is celebrating her birthday. All right. So, Carol, happy birthday. Here's the, uh, I would say that's more of a family thing, so it's probably a banner. Uh, yes. Ha- happy birthday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey. Hey. Your birthday song. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! All right. And on that note, it is time for Open Phones, 330-536-1466. Again, the number to call is 330-536-1466. And I'm putting it in the chat room right now. Uh, so yeah, give us a phone call if you want. Uh, I know it's election night. Uh, we have not been focusing on that because, again, I um, uh, my head has been elsewhere. My apologies for that. Uh, Susan voted today. I um, I again I, I would have voted this morning. I got up early. Was planning on it, but I got this call from a guy down the street, and I seriously throw on clothes before I even took a shower. Uh, I mean, this is how I was on the toilet <laughs> and, and I got the call. Yes. Did you put pants on? Ken? Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I did. I did. I, and I put on a jacket, put we're on a brothers hat. and sisters now. And in my yeah. family, the one that you're now a member yeah. of pants might've been optional. And I left without my keys and Susan was shortly behind me. And then I got back to the house and I was locked out. Um, so I could have gotten a key from the garage, but she was, she wasn't that far behind me. So, um, oops, that I've said too much about where I keep my spare key. (laughs) You don't know where, you don't know where in the garage. I'll never tell. 
she's like, oh my God, in the other room. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> And but yeah, give us a call if if you want to talk about what elections you're you're watching right now. You want to report? I know Cat is following things uh, very closely. A few other people are as well. Trojan Rabbit is uh, yeah. Give us a call. Whoever wants to call three three zero five three six one four six six or three three zero Ken the number one and Goo. It's almost good. But not quite. Yeah, we don't have anything here in Port St. Lousy that uh, we got a ballot on. So. Okay. So. We voted today. We voted today for College Park, uh, you know, our city council and our mayor. Woo, go mayor. Yeah. So. It's some. It is something. I mm-hmm. know it. You know, I'm not even. I, it made it. I made it sound like it was small, but it's not small. No. Again, it's not. I think I've said this over the years. All elections are local. Yeah, all of I them. Fe- I feel horrible for not voting today. I feel absolutely horrible. Um, you know, but it, it, again, it's uh, I would have, but I used every last minute of time because I, I mean, the the next two months at work are insane. They yeah, booked. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. Kat. No, I don't want. You, you I, had I, some light I shit feel bad. No, you you're not making me feel bad at all. It, it's it's I personally feel bad um, because you know it's just kind of been a weird shit storm. You know. Well, and right. also it's it's the biggest panic in the world to lose a cat this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Especially with Billy being yeah. the color that he is. Yeah, and I don't think anything like that because there's other black cats around. And and by the way, yeah. uh, since nobody's called, I'll tell everybody else what's going on now. Is um, there now Billy's void of our backyard and our nice little comfy uh, environment with the roof over the patio and everything and the in the the outdoor couch. Um, another kitty has moved in. <laughs> oh no! Um, and he is a black what? cat. He is a black cat with white toes he's got little tiny he's got like short gloves in the front and then uh white feet in the back and he's got a little white chin and uh white whiskers which is really unusual because he's got white whiskers coming out of like the black which is uh, uh totally adorable but i i've i've he, he's warming up to us but i i he um i fed him and he kind of turned his back on me the other day and I was like, oh, you're a boy. <laughs> oh, you know, you're a boy that's... and you are not fixed. He had like a couple fucking acorns oh. back there. Oh. Um, yeah. So uh, so we're, we're feeding him. We're feeding him like kind of mediocre dry food that he comes around for. And he's had wet food from us before, but he kept, he was coming around because I kept calling kitty, kitty, kitty for a cat. But he's young. He's like six months old. But he was smelling the food because I'd go out and shake the cat food cup. I'd take the wet food out because they can smell it like for a mile away. I actually like set up a step ladder in the backyard and put a can of cat food on it. And I'd sit out there. And then if I saw something come around, you know, because if you set it on the ground, something could sneak right up and eat it. Anything. But I figured I'd put it up in the, you know, put it up on the ladder, uh, whatever. Um, You were saying he had Klingons around Uranus. Uh, he he had a he, he had a couple moons orbiting uh, <laughs> uh, orbiting yeah. Uranus. Uh, yeah, when, yeah. When our cats would escape, what I would do is um, I'd, I'd crack the uh, garage door open 
just up enough for the, uh, a cat to get in to you know to seek shelter. Um, that would be a bad idea in our neighborhood. I understand, <laughs> I understand but yeah. for our situation, I think it worked yeah. once. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, uh, so so the plan is now. Susan's already called to make an appointment. We're going to do the the ten dollar TNR trap neuter yeah. release um, yeah. for this little guy. And he might end up being our next, you know, feral. I, I, he is this. I mean, this is how new it is. I mean, he sat with me for the first time last night while I sat outside looking, hoping Billy would show up. Um, and he he sniffed my fingers, and I was able to touch his head just a little bit. Um. So I mean, you know, I mean, this isn't this is no love affair like we had with Billy, but. Um, yeah. I hate the yeah. idea of people letting their cats go out or letting feral animals, you know, yeah. roam around. Yeah. And it, it, it's a shame, too, because, you know, we, we have, um, we like to keep our windows open during the winter. Yeah. And our neighbors across the way, they're, uh, I think they're a, a Puerto Rican family that moved here after the hurricane. Um, they let their cats roam around. Yeah. And they have an orange tom. And that cat attacked one of my cats through the screen and ripped the screen window out of our oh, window. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. and yeah, and, and, well, that's the thing with uh, uh, this. Oh, look, we have a we have a caller on the line right now. Um, let, uh, let me see. Let me uh, 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 give her a special uh, greeting. Uh, uh, hold oh. On. oh, don't make fun of me. I'm playing you a clip. The prettiest girl in Cleveland. It's the Sue's. <laughs> Oh, it's the pretty Yay. girl. Yes, it's, it's cat talk time. It's cat yeah. talk time. Cat meow, fancy. Meow. Let's talk about cats. Meow, cat meow. fanciers. Yeah, yep. So. Oh, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't it the truth? Well. Yes. So, well, what- Sue's. And I've been meaning to ask both you and Ken. Do you think that maybe Billy found another place? to be and another cat decided billy's out i'm in of course yeah that's well, gone through well, our minds yeah, yeah that's that's totally what what i call him 007 because he wears a tuxedo the the, oh. the, the cat the like, cat yeah. that moved in well yeah, yeah we call him I've we call him, him before i've just been calling him jimmy for short james bond jimmy yeah. <laughs> very nice because he wears a tuxedo. Yeah, but I, I, no, Billy was chasing him off. He was like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're a jerk. Get the hell oh. off my property. Oh. Yeah. There's another one that's really nervous and feral, and I call him Mr. Furley. <laughs> but I think it's a girl. Because he's like, he, he like freaks out like Don Knotts. Like, he sees me and he just starts like shaking. And I'm like, oh my God, he's like Don Knotts. <laughs> Mr. Furley and get it, Mr. Furley. I see. I get it now. That was good, Sue. Yeah, get it. Yeah, well, actually, I I think it was a girl, so I wanted to call her Dawn D A W N not, but he was like he likes Mr. Furley better. Even if it's so, a girl, just Mr. Fine. Furley. That's fine. Oh <laughs> Mr. God. Furley. You you just end up calling yeah, it Furley anyway. Well, Mr. Furley was rather flamboyant, so you know. Yeah. He could rock a Mr. scarf. Mr. Yes, he could. A neckerchief. I think it was an ascot, though. It's supposed to be an ascot. Was it, was it more of a neckerchief, though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he he had the looks. 
he was yeah he just he just kind of like was always shaking around and ah. yeah mr furley understood what was happening in that apartment yes he did he tried too hard to be a ladies man I really, you know, I, I, I love, Don Knotts had great comic delivery, though, when he, especially, like, on Andy Griffith, and he'd do, like, the, you know, he'd, like, scrunch his face up and kind of do the sniff like he was trying to sound really important, you know, he'd be like, yes. well, let me tell you, Andy. And I always yeah, when he, he was. up with Tim Conway. Oh, yeah, yeah Apple Dumpling was, Gang. Too. Yeah, and the, and the Private Eyes. One of my authors that I read actually mentioned the Wookalar in one of her books, and that was directly from Private Eyes, the movie. Oh. Don mm-hmm. Knox and Tim Conway. And I cheered when I read that. I'm like, wow, nice. she really dug deep for a reference there. <laughs> Very good. So, yeah, so we're, we're, Susan has been uh, texting uh, with uh, this, this lady around the corner who, uh, again, she's got the ring doorbell thing. I think we're probably going to end up buying one after Susan's conversation with her. Um, I don't mind it. I don't. I think it's kind of neat. I don't. I've, I've always wanted front door TV. Yeah. I never have had front <laughs> yeah, door Yeah, we've TV. got the Blink cameras. Yep. Blink. Yeah. Is that yeah. good? They're yeah. they're pretty cool. We've got them set up all around the house. We actually had a police detective stop by the house the other day asking to see our footage because there's been some car uh, burglaries in the neighborhood. Oh, nice. Look at you. What I have a feeling, it sounds like, Susan, Ken, you're becoming Feral Cat Central. Hi. There <laughs> are a lot. Of, there, there are a lot of feral cats around here, and we've we've been active for a while with with feral cats. I mean, because you know, Timby, um, our very irresponsible neighbors, uh, who one who's no longer alive, and the other one who knows where she is, but um, they they were feeding all the cats in the neighborhood, and in turn, they were feeding all the raccoons and the skunks and everything else, brown dogs, whatever. Oh. And this place, oh, yeah. it was really bad for a while, and now it's kind of just squirrels, cats, and deer, which is kind of nice. Uh, the our, one of our neighbors got rid of a bunch of groundhogs this year. They decided not to come back on our property because they're like, "Oh, it's no good over there. You'll die." Um, <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, so so uh, you know, we we they had a cat that they promised they would get fixed. They never did. And then the last time I saw that cat uh, have a litter of kittens, they were all dying in the sun on their front lawn in like ninety oh, degree weather. God. Yeah, they were sickly and, you know and the diseased. Worst, the worst thing was, the worst thing was all that was happening, and the the kittens were dying. And I had my family. I had real family problems going on, and I was going to hospice. Yeah, to see my mother, and it was it was just horrible. It was like, oh, dude, geez. I don't have time That's... to deal with this. And shit. they didn't do flea Thanks treatments. For making a big whole problem. Yeah, we we and yeah. luckily got rid of a flea infestation in our house because they were coming through the screens. Oh, because oh, they yeah. they were so bad, nasty. Uh, but yeah, uh, borax and diametaceous earth are your friends, kids. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, we got, we got but, rid of it. You know, I, I made a joke about it. It wasn't meant to be a real joke. I think it's really awesome that you're doing your best to take care of the feral cats in your neighborhood. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. and it's a lot easier like now because we, we have the, be. 
it's a lot easier now because we have the patio. Wouldn't you agree, Suze? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, because we have a place were, that they they'll don't have gra- as many high places to hide. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a comfortable little zone where the, the, they're they're easy to trap. You don't have to set the trap on you know the uh, uh, you know bumpy grassy earth. You can put it right on the pavement, and then yeah, like our plan for this guy is keep feeding him this like. Uh, our neighbor had a cat disappear too, and she gave us his food, which is not a quality food. It's not a food I would ever feed our cats. Mm, um, and uh, I wouldn't even fed it to Billy, but I'm feeding it to this feral because the plan is give him this crappy food and then put a nice, fresh, warm can of gushy food inside that trap. Yeah, I'll then- catch him. Yep. And he'll be because uh, he he actually Get tried rid of those acorns. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're coming right out. Put them in a little. <laughs> uh, put them in a cinch sack and send them home with them. Um, now, our neighborhood yeah. is not the most nice for cats. I mean, we have animal. We have dogs that people let run around their backyards without leashes on, and the backyards are not fenced in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we've had two cats killed by dogs. God damn it. Oh. It's horrible. Yeah. So you know, one was a neighbor cat. I don't know. I don't remember who it belonged to, and one was our yeah. cat that accidentally yeah. got out because he was chasing a feral cat out in oh. the front yard. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's yeah. thankfully that didn't yeah. happen to Jeliza Rose because that's how Jeliza yeah. Rose got out last week was she was chasing Billy. So yeah, that would have mm. sucked. That's yeah. why I was really worried when you said that. I was like, and then I read What's further down the post. I'm like, oh, good, he got her back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, he, he literally went 20 feet, got stuck in my neighbor's garage, and was afraid to come out. Yeah. That's idiot. what an indoor cat does. That's a kid. Yeah, well, mostly. Yeah. All right. Well, true. Suze, Suze it's, uh, we're, we're after nine here, so but uh, thanks for calling in because um, we've been. So you guys uh, don't want to talk to me all night? I've been waiting for you to do call-ins for so long. I love it. Want to talk I love to you, guys you Suze. all night? Yeah, I love you, Rain. She's messing I, I with just, us. You guys just, are. Yeah, I love talking with you, Suze. We got to do another girl special or something. Another. Uh, yeah, let's, let's do something. Something yeah. special. Let's like <laughs> do something special. After supernatural. Yeah, supernatural uh, girls' night. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. There you go. Love that crap. All right. Well, I'll let you guys go, but. Yeah, All right. check your check your APL for feral catch and release programs. They're inexpensive, yeah. and those kittens you don't. Nobody needs more kittens. We got the internet yeah. now, right? You don't want cats That's spraying true. kittens anytime yeah. we want. And you don't want cat the boy cats spraying everywhere either because it stinks. I think I'm cut off. Plus yeah, the fact, is... plus the fact they kill all your well, neighborhood birds. Yeah, I don't care cats? about that. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I think my car pulls stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, Suze. I love you. I'll see you in a minute. Oh, I think Bye, she already. Suze. I think she hung up. She did hang up. I I I miss talking got, to Suze. Yeah, oh, we well, got to do a girls' night. We have to figure something out, Rain. That you, me, Suze, and you know anybody else that wants you know, any of the other girls wants to do. Sure, it, like, Heather, Francie, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Francie would be great. Whatever. Heather, oh yeah. Um. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Uh, maybe get. Uh, um, Janet. Back. Maybe a girls' night impeachment special. <laughs> sure, with cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh hell yeah! There you go. I Mimosas. like mimosas. Uh, well, that would be for the morning after. 
Mimosas? Mimosa. Did you, you say mimosas? Mimosas, it had that'd be like a brunch. Be a brunch special. So, anyway, we got to go to the break. We'll we'll be right back with uh, lots more. Turn up the night with uh, Miles, Michelle, and Rain right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. It wasn't uh, different. That was sure for sure. For those who dare. Wow. IndieMediaWeekly.com. This is so cool. It's cool. Wow. And now, on with the show. My God. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Everybody calm down. To another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, uh, as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the bubble, the swamp. Hello. Hello. Hello to you. Hello. And welcome back. And, of course, uh, sitting in for Joe Santorsa for all three hours tonight, the lovely and talented dynamic duo, the dream team, dream team for from the city for all ages, Port St. Lousy, Florida. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Michelle Lagan, uh, fellow uh, Supernatural fan, as yes. the Suze is. So. Yep, that's me. And I think Miles Lagan, actually Miles Lagan, wrote some uh, uh, some Supernatural fan oh. fiction that Susan enjoyed quite thoroughly. So welcome back to you, uh, Miles, uh, the yes, Galaxy Master. Well, so, maybe maybe the someone. Oh, maybe the maybe Michelle can get someone to read that professionally for the for the lady show. Oh, <laughs> yes, Sammy, Sammy, uh, Sammy. <laughs> okay, I, I I can do a pretty good Dean Winchester when I'm when I'm when I'm in the right frame of mind. I can I can do you son of a bitch. Where's Sammy? <laughs> um. So, anyway, and I love Jensen Ackles. I've loved him uh, uh, since he was in on uh, Days of Our Lives. I Is saw Eric, pictures Eric of him Brady. in a Batman outfit. I think he was. Yeah, for, uh, he did. It. God, he really needs to be the CW's Batman. He really cool. does. I mean, this is like, you know. Uh, anyway, this isn't Mike Check Radio. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is that we watched season fourteen, and I'm really pissed off at Chuck. That's all uh, I can say. Oh, season fourteen of Supernatural. Yeah, the last the last season that uh, Netflix had. Oh, is is it? So, so season season fifteen is the last. I thought it was they were ending on thir- 
13. I think 15 no, no. the last one. 15's the last one. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, hi, Rain. Hi, uh, Rain. Chuck, Chuck has me severely annoyed. So All right. There we, go. there we go. So, anyway, welcome back. And sorry about hi. that, Rain. Hi. You're here. You're here. Oh, don't worry. I don't, don't want to know the supernatural. What? What? Uh, it's okay. It's um, it's just a it's a music video from the eighties. Um, <laughs> although, let me do let me do. And it became a lot more. Yeah. Well, let let me give a recommendation. This is something everybody can appreciate, and Rain especially. I think you'll like this a lot. Is um, there is a Canadian radio station that does a uh uh. YouTube, they have a YouTube series called Behind the Record. Um, and I think that's what it's called. Uh, let me see. Let me go to my YouTube channel and, and I can find out what it is. But this is so cool. Basically, what they do is they have mostly artists from the 80s, some from the 70s, some, uh, a lot from the 80s, a lot of Canadian musicians. But there were a lot of good Canadian 80, 80s bands. And... Um, there is uh, this series that they have, and I'm trying to find the um, Behind the Vinyl. It's called Behind the Vinyl from Boom 97.3. All right. And mm -hmm. let me go to their YouTube channel, and I will, um, I will actually uh, send you the link to them so you can subscribe. But it's really cool. They have, like, uh, guys from... Um, uh, the, like Fred Schneider from B-52s was talking about... The, basically, what they do is they play the song on a record player, and then, like, you know, for example, Fred Schneider was talking about Rock Lobster and the origins of that song and stuff like that. Oh. And, okay. and it's really fun. It's a really fun series. So, this is a YouTube recommendation for everybody. They've got, they've had people from Triumph, they've had Dennis DeYoung from Styx, people from Rush, but then people from like Ultravox and Glass Tiger. And, um, you know, uh, just a, a ton, just go to their YouTube channel and you'll find there was, uh, let me see, OMD, um, If You Leave. The story behind If You Leave, you know, If You Leave, uh, um, from OMD, from, uh, what was the, was that in, um, was that in Pretty in Pink? Or? I think so. Yeah. Uh, the story for that is pretty funny because it wasn't it that song was never supposed to exist because they they wrote another song for the movie and then they were like tonally it doesn't fit we need another John Hughes the director was like we need we need something different and they were like okay so uh, but I, I don't want to give away much more but th that that one's really uh, fascinating um, they've had people from Dire Straits Lisa Loeb um, you know just a ton of different people uh, yeah they, they have a huge list of behind the vinyl and I, I love watching the videos and they're all like four five six minutes usually they're about as long as the actual song itself because they tell these stories while the song is playing and it's uncut you know so, well, yeah, there you go. Jukebox Hero, Lou Graham. That's a fun one. So, uh, but yeah, uh, the, the playlist is huge on this. So anyway, yeah, check it out. It's Behind the Vinyl um, by, uh, was it 90, Boom 97.3. Yeah, Boom, uh, Canadian uh, uh, classic rock station. 
So there you go. There's a but yeah, Michelle Miles. I I think uh, you would. There you go. I think you. I think everybody would enjoy that. So all right, um, let's go ahead and uh, apparently a Trump. Um, Trump's not real popular with it, even with his own people. Uh, I talked to I, t- I talked to Dad about this uh, last night. He went to a big UFC fight, and by the way, UFC is garbage. If I don't support dog fighting and cock fighting, why would I support human fighting? You know, I mean it's 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 a brutal, well, ugly well, sport. Isn't that kind of cock fighting? Seriously, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. Uh, really is cockfighting. Yeah. Like latex. True, true. You're getting a little Skypey, but... Um, uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay. It, it, it's it's Skype. So, But anyway, so you uh, Trump went to a UFC match at uh, Madison Square Garden in New York um, over the weekend and sounded a little like this. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh! What was that, Miles? Were that was the were those ghosts haunting the auditorium? I heard a little some uh, chains and bottles and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the supporters weren't uh, masking the booze. Yeah, it's it's like uh, it's like the the whole uh, the whole auditorium was filled with his old partner Bob Marley. Bob Marley. <laughs> oh God. Not Bob Marley. <laughs> Morley. Morley. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of the, the robots thing, because the robots called uh, uh, Scro- Scrooge's old business partner, Bob Marley. Um, you remember that? I played that for you guys. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, so Trump got booed, and of course, Jimmy Kimmel, you know, uh, right up there, Miles, you know. That's And, uh, Jacob. huh? Jacob. Jacob Marley. Thank you. That's right. Yes. My nephew's name. So, yeah, so this is, uh, there are about a million Marleys. There's a lot of them. There's Ziggy. There's a lot of Marleys. There's yeah. Ziggy, Jacob, Anna Marie, Bobby, Candy, Tim. There's so many. I'm just, I'm making that shit. <laughs> <laughs> just. Just go through the alphabet. And then, of course, there's the famous, Marley. there's the fa- the famous brewing uh, Marley, barley Marley, um, barley Marley. <laughs> and of course, the famous, the that. famous motorcycle riding one, Harley Marley. Harley Marley. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. And don't forget Janine Marley. Janine Marley, Charlie Marley, the brewer. Barley Marley? Yeah, that's what he just said. Oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't <laughs> <laughs> You didn't even wait for that joke to, to cool down before you stole it. I so. <laughs> It's okay. Um, but uh, anyway, um, uh, here we go. Jimmy Kimmel uh, had some thoughts on Trump getting booed. As you know, the president got booed at the World Series, and he got booed at another sporting event on Saturday night. He was at Madison Square Garden, where he did not get a friendly reception from his hometown of New York. Right, there were more boos than cheers at a UF. What, what's going on? 
We're still Skyping. See, that was good. And I think we, I think I yeah. lost you on the Skype. Are you there, Rain? Can you hear me? Rain? Okay, well, that, that whole clip just got all kinds of whacked yeah, out. Yeah, it, it sounded it off. Well, it, Rain was talking through it because she couldn't hear us. So, uh, Rain, are you back? No, she dropped out. So, nope. I'll try and add her back in, see what happens. So, uh, but yeah, let's blame Skype for all this. Are you Skype there? Communications of the future. Hang on. Hey. Hang, hang on, Michelle. Rain? Get up. Skype up. Skype up for your rights. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can you hear us okay? I can now. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you 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 cleared up there. So, all right. So, uh, uh, while that was happening, I started the Jimmy Kimmel clip. Let me let me start it over here for everybody. So, uh, here's Kimmel talking about Trump getting booed at Madison Square Garden for the UFC event. As you know, the president got booed at the World Series, and he got booed at another sporting event on Saturday night. He was at Madison Square Garden, where he did not get a friendly reception from his hometown of New York. There were more boos than cheers at a UFC fight, of all places. Do you think he'd do a... Donald Trump getting booed at the UFC is like uh, Mayor Pete getting booed at Gap Kids. It shouldn't happen. <laughs> but after the fight, amidst reports of the boos, the president's heirs took to Twitter to defend daddy and i guess they were still jacked up on red vines and mountain dew because dj tj <laughs> wrote angrily despite the bs from blue checkmark twitter when we walked in the arena it was overwhelmingly positive which he tweeted from his account with a blue checkmark on twitter so, is that some kind of new, some new kind of code word for the liberal elite now the blue checkmarks but Anyway, and then Eric Trump lashed out at the media. He wrote, what a joke. You are the most dishonest people. The audience was chanting, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, followed by USA, USA. <laughs> Dana White said it was the greatest entrance he has seen into a UFC. I can't wait until we win again in 2020 to further embarrass, spelled wrong, your profession. <laughs> Hashtag fake news. <laughs> nothing nothing sums, sums up Eric Trump like misspelling the word embarrassing. I, how does he misspell a word he's seen on every birthday card since he was five years old? <laughs> the real reason, the reason Trump even went to the UFC is he thought they were going to KFC, so the boos were a surprise. So, yeah, uh, DJ TJ, I love when he calls him that. And it's like, blue check Twitter. You're blue check Twitter, you scumbag. God almighty, seriously. And if only my name was Biden. Yeah, I just... Donald Trump Jr. is just <laughs> the most evil kind of jerk face person ever. He's Period. stupid Period evil. Period, report. He's stupid evil. Yeah, it can't Entitlement be really evil, incarnate. I think he's just stupid. I'm sorry, I don't like saying He wrote that. a whole freaking book about how he's trying to own the libtards because I, I don't know. I don't even know. And, and and here he is out there on CBS and other places trying to be like, I'm writing a book because the liberals are trying to silence us while he is literally acting like a 12-year-old child who has never been told to sit down and have respect. No, just play he's some video never, games with Michael Jackson. Right. He, he hasn't been. He's never had any real discipline in his life. And he's got a book out there now. Yep. Now he has a book. A book out there saying, oh, God, I, 
Oh, I want to punch him. I'm sure, <laughs> no, I'm sure no, to make the bestseller no, list. Don't punch him. <laughs> those books have been dumped in a landfill, no. but that's besides the point. Michelle, <laughs> we, we I want to punch him. I want to punch him. Let Michelle punch the opposition. You know, it's with words. Punch yeah, him with words. I would. Think, I want to punch him. It's I different than I will punch him. I won't. No. Well, I mean, we could always practice verbal Rex Quando. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Yeah. So. I just, um, I'd love for him to get his comeuppance. I thought you were going to say hit by a car, but, um, you no. comeuppance no. works too. No. No. <laughs> no. Na nasty little people like him always get their comeuppance. Always. I thought oh, you were going to say nasty people like him always get hit by a car. Uh, no. no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just no. being, I know, I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> so. I, I am not a mean person. I know you're not. Michelle, Michelle is the closest, the closest to a saint I have uh, for a friend. I know. So. I know. I'm sorry. She, I just, yes. I, I have a picture of Captain America says, you know, punch Nazis. Yeah. You know, but that's just because that was Captain America back then. Sure. sure. I can I don't want to do physical oh harm to anybody. But I do do enjoy the Schadenfreude. I do enjoy when the universe comes back and just well, What if what if Donald Trump Jr. is a Nazi and what if I'm well, then I'm Captain, Captain America can punch him. What if I'm Captain America? <laughs> <laughs> You got my vote. I don't want you to get caught up in the salt charges, Rain. I love you. I love you too, but you know what? Not a fictional character punch him. There you go. Um, I I got people who are ready to pay my bail. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll do it. Uh, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can afford uh, punching a Trump bail though. <laughs> so. my, my point is, is that if it's Captain America, God damn it! Yeah. But here's the thing: I want to go back to something. Freaking DJ, what, what, what do we call him? DJ DJ TJ DJ TJ. Yeah, I want to know who Ghost wrote his book. Cause oh no, he didn't write that book. Cause his father didn't any of those books right i what i've read from this rain and the skypiness is coming back um the, from what I'm i've sorry. read it's okay it's not your fault um uh, may, maybe on break i'll take kind of an extended break and if you want maybe you can kill skype and restart it for when we come back um but uh for what i read the little that i read it totally sounds like his his voice when I'm reading it because it, it it's horribly written. So I could believe that he wrote the book. Uh, you know, maybe that you know it was heavily edited to to be you know, but I think he, he probably wrote a few little you know moronic essays or something like that, and then somebody was like, "Oh yeah, we can make a book out of this." Oh. Okay. All right. Because I'm again, I, I I'm not. It's it's almost kind of like somebody just collected a bunch of his tweets and put a narrative in there. You know. Yeah. Because do do you all realize? Do you all really think that he wrote a book? 
No, no, it was just he like... He spends a lot of time putting grease in his hair. And Grecian male formula, whatever, uh, uh, <laughs> in his beard. You know, you know think that you beard. think is you think that that's a natural yeah. color for a fucking beard? I'm gonna punch him. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. I do. I want to punch him. That's all right. I I can understand the want to. I know you never would, but I don't. I my problem is I I. I just can't do physical harm on another person. I just can't. I, I just agree. want. Uh, 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 I'll say one word, and that one word is after I say I want. I want him to get hit in the wallet. Yeah. And the one word is Rico. I'd like to punch him in the face. I'll tell you. Oh wait. Who was that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a good shining fucking example. Um. Yeah. Like, like I said, Adam has a great quote. You know, it's basically from the Mummy, where one of the uh, the, the the heroine in the Mummy says, you know, um, she says, "Nasty little fellows like you always get their comeuppance," and the, the little Weasley guy goes, "Always," and she goes, "Always." <laughs> always. And he uh does. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're we're gonna go ahead and go to break right now. A uh, little bit early. Well, not early. It's right on time, actually. Uh, we'll make this kind of an extended break. So, Rain. Uh, uh, I've got plenty to reboot. Yeah, I got Planetarium queued up from Bobber, so that's kind of a long song, and I've got. So it's gonna be about a seven or eight minute break. So you'll have time. So uh, all right. All right. All right yeah, I'm let's gonna reboot this. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Well, we'll be right back with more. Turn up the night. Right after this, everybody stay tuned. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Yeah. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick.
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you, Port St. Lousy, twice. Uh, welcome back to the program, everybody. I uh, just want to remind everybody, since Joe is not on the show tonight, to tell everyone, you should be sure to check out at 10.15 p.m. Eastern, right after Turn Up the Night, 
uh, episode 533 of the Tim Coromel Show, the clown car <laughs> news quiz. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, of course, uh, 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 this is uh, the roundtable features Joe Santorso, of course, Kathy from uh, Let's Remember to Never Forget, um, Seth uh, from Vegan, uh, Vegan ESP blog, and Adam Hebert from Mike Check Radio. Uh, I'm sorry, Andy Herbert. <laughs> and can I can I say hi to Will from Chicago? Absolutely. Yes, because he just came in and he was not here for name calling. So that hey, is Will. true. This is true. Will. Yeah, he, he usually comes in later. And Rain, you're back. You, you've got the 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 reboot is uh uh. It sounds sounds like it worked. I yeah. I'm sorry. I did not mean to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. No, that's all right. But um, I know I don't live in Virginia anymore, but it looks like crossing my fingers. But I, it, it seems as though Virginia, the House and the Senate might have gone blue. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. I guess, that's well, it, you huge. know, it, it, no, I agreed. Michelle? I'm sorry to hear that, Will. Um, 105 is a ripe old age, so great for your great-aunt. Great yes. Oh, dear. Dear. Yeah. Uh, so yes. it, it, 105 years old, that is, yeah. that's unheard of. But wow. That's but yeah, sorry for, sorry for your loss, but that is, um, that is, that is impressive. So I'm sure uh, she, she told you some amazing stories about her life. And, uh, that, that, you know, that, that's a blessing right there. So, yeah, all right. I had well, a great grandmother that was born in 1899. You know, I'm not sure I'd have to go back and, and see, but my, I, I knew my great grandmother as I talked about with dad, when he called in last, uh, last Friday. Um, but I, I, I'm not sure when my, uh, grandma, uh, uh, Bertha was born but she probably was born she had to have been born in well no no she she was probably born in the 20th century um but yeah anyway um yeah it probably the the early 1900s or the 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 teens i would say so yeah they can have some really fun stories oh my gosh absolutely so, uh, so all right. Welcome back, uh, everybody. Um, and you know what? I, I I have one more clip of audio, and I'm going to ask Rain if she thinks it's worth it that this could be a discussion worth having. But the the thing that Milo posted the other day. Oh my god! Should I go for it? Oh, um, I, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm worried. You know what? I. <laughs> I think it's yeah, I do. All right. Well, let, let's give a little let's give a little back history. Milo Yiannopoulos, um, uh, uh-huh. who has basically been, I'm sorry, Milo Yippiapolis is what I like to call. Him. <laughs> uh, the admitted, uh, uh, it, uh, well, he he basically said pedophilia was okay before. He also was a good friend of Richard Spencer and had a bunch of neo Nazis saluting him while he did karaoke. In an infamous video, now infamous video, that's been all over the internet. 
And now all of a sudden, um, it seems like there's trouble in paradise, Miles. That Richard's uh, that that Milo Yiannopoulos and Richard Spencer aren't getting along so much. And you know what I say to that? Let them fight. Um, Milo, um, go ahead. I, I think I'd heard somewhere that uh, Milo was having financial troubles because he wasn't able to live. As he used to. Oh, his, poor little you know, thing. His funding dried up, from what I understand. So he's now. There's a lot of things that are probably drying up within the Milo. <laughs> yeah. So um, basically, Milo, who's been pretty silent on his YouTube channel, just the other day uh, decided to leak some Richard Spencer audio. You know, Richard Spencer, who tried to basically make. Uh, Nazis look like reasonable, uh, you know, Trump-loving conservatives. Uh, you know, with the Unite the Right rally, all that, sure. where all, all all the you know Klansmen, white nationalists, Nazis, uh, all got together just to say, no, we really just want these Confederate monuments to say it. But the, yeah. you know, but then they went down and said, you know, Jews will not replace us and the horrible things. This about is the same Richard Spencer that went on to. Jake Tapper a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, who who basically said, "No, we're not Nazis." No, <laughs> you know, I mean, he, it's it's this guy, it's this guy who's like, "No, you you misunderstand us." You know what? We're the alt, we're the alt right. We're not I, Nazis. I, I will concur with that because uh, you know, at least Nazis weren't ashamed to admit to who they were. That's true. So at least Nazis were honest about their disdain for anybody who wasn't Aryan. Uh, but Richard Spencer, in this leaked audio, that again, somehow, inexplicably, Milo Yiannopoulos, without, com without much commentary, released this onto YouTube. And this is his reaction to protesters after the murder of Heather Hare by one of the white nationalists at the Unite the Right rally. Yeah. Um, this is his, this is what he said. This is uncut, unedited uh, from what Milo released. There is some offensive language in it. Um, I'll just put it Be out prepared. there. It's, it's ugly. It's disgusting. But again, Milo Yiannopoulos put this out. We're coming back here like a fucking hundred times. I am so mad. I am so fucking mad at these people. They don't do this to fucking me. We're going to fucking ritualistically humiliate them. I am coming back here every fucking weekend if I have to. Like this is never over. I win. They fucking lose. That's how the world fucking works. Little fucking kites. They get ruled by people like me. Little fucking oxaroons. I fucking, my ancestors, fucking enslaved those pieces of fucking shit. We're gonna win. I rule the fucking world. Those pieces of shit get ruled by people like me. They look up and see a face like mine looking down at them. That's how the fucking world works. We are gonna destroy this fucking town. All right, so there was a word in there that I did not know until I yep. did a Google church uh, for Don't it. Don't do know? a Google church. You're going surfing on the internet. 
And the word he used was octoroons. Yeah. And I'm going to apologize for saying it right now. And the reason why we didn't know that, what that word was, is because it's a popular word with Nazis, white nationalists, Klansmen. Octoroon means one-eighth black or African-American. Yeah. Um, Can I tell you something? Yeah. I knew that word. I've never heard it before. I was like, what? I've heard it. But, yeah. I knew that word. I've had people in my family circles use it. Well, I mean, did you... uh, I mean, the evil... The evil, violent racism in his voice there. Mm-hmm. They look yeah. up and see. They look up and they see a face like mine staring down at them. Oh my God! Would you disagree that that did not? Here's the thing. I don't. Want, I don't want to. It sounded like a fucking Hitler speech, except in English. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. So Michelle. That rancher was Milo? No, that no, was that Richard was Spencer. Rich, no, Richard Spencer. Spencer, right? Milo, Spencer. yes, Milo leaked uh, uh, leaked this this privately uh, privately uh, recorded audio of his reaction after one of his bros killed Heather Hare. Because yeah. it, it's it, it to me when I hear that and what he was saying is that we killed one of them and they made us look bad because of it. But I'm gonna come back and they're gonna look up to me because I'm gonna rule them. Yeah, that guy has had some severe delusions. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, they have. Yeah. It's not. It's not even. Uh, a male pride at that point. It's he has a psychosis. Oh God, yeah. You hit the nail on the head there. I mean that that was he a psychotic psychosis. Break. He also has, has supporters. He's as bad as some of these incels out there. So. Oh yeah. Well, wow. you know, I mean, they're they're all fucking rotten fruit from the same tree. Yeah, so I, I, I'm couple, I, I don't pay attention to Milo's stuff. I don't pay attention to. I, I, I don't. I have. I'm sorry. I have not been doing, watching the news or listening to any of these news. This flew I way can't. under the radar. Yeah. No, this, this this flew way under the radar. If Rain hadn't found it, I because it was on a. It wasn't even on a major news site that you. It's a beautiful find, Rain, but it scared. That sort of talk scares me. It scares me too, but. Uh, on the other hand, this is what's this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. I know, and I find it really messed up that it was Milo Yippy Yappiopolis who decided to put this out there. It does scare me. It scares me a lot because, um, you know, like I like I said a few minutes ago, just go back and listen to Hitler's speeches. You don't so, need to understand German to no. hear the hatred. So now, yeah. now here's here's the thing for me, and and Miles, I want you to because you you're good at like kind of the deep analysis as to why people do the things they do. Um, is this something as superficial as maybe Milo and Richard Spencer had some kind of a little fallout, or? 
do you think maybe Milo is trying to drop his his creepy weird act of being some kind of provocateur agent provocateur for the alt right and trying to engender himself with uh, people who aren't insane. <laughs> yeah. There, there was an individual he attacked um, Anita Hill, Clarence Thomas, and then uh, he wrote a book called Blinded by the Right. Can't think of his name. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Well, you know, or, or, or is it, he you know. something. Even more recently, is it like a, a, a Scaramucci or... Uh, I think it's Brock. David Brock? I think it's David Brock. What does uh, David yeah. Brock have to do with Milo? Hold on. No, no. Well, he's saying... He was asking. He's saying that it, this is... It, this, it, if I asked if Milo, Milo is flipping and you know, dropping the act... And Miles is saying it had, you know, it's happened before. So, you know, he he brought oh. up the book "Blinded by the Right." So, do you think uh, that Milo is going to become the next David Brock? No, no, I don't think. That. I don't think so. Um, this is more along the lines of Milo. <sighs> he is. I would. When you look at a person's motivations, what is motivating him right now? So Money. he's lost his livelihood, if you will. He's no longer. I able understand to make the about money. the David Brock thing. So please, I'm I'm still listening, but right. I don't. I don't. Eh, when I look at uh, Milo, I don't. I don't. I mean, it's possible he could be having an epiphany. And, and going, oh, my God, you know what? These people don't like me, what I am. They're only using me. So he might have that kind of an epiphany. Mm -hmm. But, and it's a big but, he might also just I, be I saying, I can't, he can't make his, his living anymore doing what he did. And so he's yes. having difficulty finding work. <laughs> he doesn't have money. He doesn't have money. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. we know this, right? Yeah. So he—that's my—that—that's yeah. my point—is that he yeah. is—he is maybe trying to just scrub a little bit of the taint that is on his name taint. off, just to just to be able to make a living. I mean, he could be, I, but I—I I don't. I, it, this, uh, is, I, this is pure speculation on my part. Sure, sure. Um, so. And hold that hold that thought for a second, because Adam Hebert gave us the breaking news that Carl Frisch <laughs> won his uh, Yay, oh, Carl. school board Yay, Carl. election. So there you go. So there there's some good news tonight. Uh, Can but, I toss this little thing in there? Can he? We talked about this earlier. Yeah. We're talking about Milo. Mm -hmm. Freaking Milo showed up at Roger Stone's. Trial oh my god yeah yeah you're right we we need to read that do you have that that so, the, do you have the tweet thread there rain i, I can i can look it up well it, it shouldn't I, I, it shouldn't be too far back in our our uh no it shouldn't uh, messaging be. It shouldn't history. be at all this because is the thing where i don't understand why he did this i don't understand why he did this i also don't understand how fucking milo decided or had a way to get into the D.C. court 
I, I don't know. I have I have the tweet thread from Megan uh, Monero. Uh, yes, yes, that's <clears> the, that's the right thread. here. Um, but yeah, so earlier today, you know, because this is totally adjacent to what we're talking. Uh, not adjacent. It's in the same fucking basket of deplorables. No, it's freaking. It's freaking political theater. Yeah. And so, I'm glad that Milo put that out there about Richard Spencer. But, but it really comes down to the fact that all of these guys on that side, just they're rat fuckers. And they oh, they're horrible. Fuck their own rats. Yeah. Well, yeah. For lack that, of a better way to put it. No, you're right. So, you're right. So. I'm thinking Milo also put that out there to, to continue to remain relevant. Yeah, as, mm. as as what yeah. Miles said, it's a money grab. He yeah. wants he wants to he wants to be still out there, but he's realizing uh, I may mm. have to fix my image because I think I screwed the pooch over way too many times. So, well, here here's the thread. If uh, do you want me to read the thread, um, Rain? Um, sure. Unless you want me to read it. You want, you if you it. if you have it up, if you have it, uh, yeah, go for it. Uh, so this this all happened on Twitter today, from at mm Monero underscore cns, um, yes. Megan uh, Monero, in that, and she is a reporter from Courthouse News. Yeah, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna. This is 10:58 this morning. Breaking: Roger Stone just recessed when a man, mid 40s. Screamed and fell into a seizure. Because to that clarify, happens. the man, a member of the public, was convulsing on the floor in the back row, and his feet could be heard hitting the bench as the courtroom emptied. He was he was standing in line for about an hour before the courtroom opened, wearing a trench coat and a brimmed hat. This is my editorial. Sounds like somebody. Roger Stone would approve of. Yeah. Um, EMT just arrived. With well, you skipped. You skipped one though. Uh, at I, court. Oh, it, I did. Yeah. At courthouse news, Roger Stone was not in the courtroom, having walked out <gasps> sweating. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Just minutes before, Roger. accompanied by his wife. Yes. Thank you, Kenny. I'm sorry about That's that. That's okay. He did. So Roger Stone walked out of the courtroom because he was sweating. Shoot now think about cartoon sweats. Because that's what yeah. I saw when I read that tweet. Um They should have just rolled out a slip and slide and slid him out. So Yes. Wow. EM EMT just arrived with the stretcher, but at the same time the man exited the courtroom walking down the hall. He was shaking a little as he as he walked and is now sitting down in an upright position on the stretcher, medic strapping him strapping him in to wheel him out. <laughs> Roger Stone is still in the bathroom after exiting the courtroom, sweating over a half an hour ago. Overheard. His wife is asking if he's okay about fifteen minutes ago. Oh my god. Next tweet. Also, another bizarre update. Milo Yiannopoulos is here. So at that point, so far, attorneys have only gotten through questioning one prospective juror, a woman, late 30s. Her husband works for the Department of Justice, NATSEC division, and she was in, she was a communications director for, <clears throat> for OMB under Obama. 
Judge Jackson said working for the government opinions on Trump are not reasons to be struck. And then next up, out on lunch. Yeah, it it just went on and on. It all sounds to me like a Roger Stone production. production. Yeah, it sounds like a bad 80s soap opera. Are are you okay? <laughs> he had a seizure, and it's like, I'm "Oh my sweating. god, I'm having a seizure!" And then he's like, eh, "I'm okay. I'm all right." I'm I love that. I love the visual of somebody strapped into a gurney, but sitting upright and being wheeled out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, can you imagine somebody sitting upright with their just their legs strapped down, but their the torso standing straight up, and they wheel them out that way? <laughs> That's pretty comical. <laughs> but there were there were a few other things that I read with his brimmed hat with his brimmed hat still on. That would be yeah, good. yeah. That's like a yeah, yeah. That <laughs> kills me. This person was dressed up, you know, with the whole, you know, the hat that whatever, and and Roger Stone was dressed up in his whole dapper dressing, and I feel like there is some sketchy stuff going on. It sounds uh, like he's aiming for a mistrial. Yeah. Miles? Um, if if this is staged, and, and that's a, that's not that big a word. If is pretty small, in, the, in my opinion, on this issue. So, let's just say the pattern start a pattern starts to form. Roger Stone the, in the bathroom, sweating. Where uh, the pattern being some kind of distraction. You know, if Roger Stone is smart, because he's not, he's not an idiot when it comes to being, you know, working the system. He, it's what he's done his entire life. He, he'll do, he'll oh. use different tactics to create disturbances through the whole process to interrupt the flow. Well, I'm glad that you're saying that because I feel like the guy who's who's like, oh my God, I'm a member of the public and I'm having a a seizure on the floor. And then at the same same time, Miles, Roger Stone went to the bathroom because he was sweating and having a panic attack. There was an update on Roger Stone's sweating that we didn't get to uh, from uh, Megan Monero. Update, Roger Stone has gone home with food poisoning, a.k.a. AKA the Irish flu. Uh, (laughs) He waived his right to sit through jury selection and said he hopes to be back tomorrow. His wife left with him, but his daughter is still in the courtroom. Oh, he's gaming this. Food poisoning. Food poisoning. He is playing the courts for... I believe in my heart of hearts that whoever that person was that had a quote-unquote seizure was the same was a was a Roger Stone player yeah 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 and and here's the thing too dollars to donuts I'm gonna tell you right now that guy who who started having a seizure all right probably older probably about the same age as Roger Stone I guarantee to you what happened was last night at Roger Stone's residence, they probably busted out a bunch of bottles of liquor, and they were like, 
fuck this. We're going to fucking beat this tomorrow. We're going to do this. And then they were like, oh, my God, we're too old to drink like this. And then today at the courtroom, <laughs> like I said, Roger Stone had the Irish flu, not food poisoning. Oh, I think you're right. You know what the and and then the guy who fell down in the fucking duster in the fucking cowboy hat or whatever, uh, he was probably you know matching Stone on shots or what or or cocaine, whatever. Who knows? <laughs> but I guarantee <laughs> you, there's no way in the world. Last night, before this trial, before before the jury selection, there's no way that, you know, uh, Stone wasn't like, we're going to fucking just, yeah, I'm going to get wasted and fuck these guys and fuck everybody else. They'll never get me. And, yeah, I think they just had a bunch of fallen down drunk guys who probably should have stopped drinking like that in their 20s. I think he was a little more... Uh uh devious than that i think it's a little more if, if yeah. there if, if a pattern starts to show up where more disruptions of the, of the court happens i would imagine the judge isn't going to put up with that shit and he's going to start yeah. arresting people or for, for contempt i wouldn't you know? be surprised at all yeah and we got to start wrapping thing. things up but uh, you guys uh, you guys all watch yeah get me roger stone right i i watched about half of it and i had to turn it off I understand, but the point that I'm going to make is that the shit that happened today in the courtroom is exactly the kind of shit that Roger Stone has pulled forever. Yeah. So that guy who was in his mid-40s who had a seizure and then suddenly was like, I'm okay, I'm walking out. Or sitting up in the gurney. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I find that incredibly odd. It's totally a Roger Stone production. And it's theatrics. I, Brooks Brothers yeah, it's riot. Theatrics. But I, I hope that this judge dig I do believe this judge knows this shit. I think I yeah. Because so. the fact that they only got through one potential juror today. No, no, no. It, no, 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 no. I there's another update. Ten jurors have cleared the first hurdle of questioning. Nine of them oh, women. Okay. Many Sorry. many, many voiced opinions on Trump. Judges trying to get a pool of 35 prospective jurors to pick the final 12 plus nine alternates. So, okay, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't no, it's okay. It's a, it's, a it's a long thread. It's a long thread. It's a long thread. Yeah. Oh, she's somebody you should follow. I didn't follow up on the entire thread. No, it's okay. It's all right. But no, no, no. Seriously. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to. I am following her, I believe. But no, that was good stuff. You find the best people on Twitter. You really do. Um, so anyway, we got to wrap things up. Uh, uh, I got kitty stuff to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, parting shots. Uh, uh, Miles, what do you have on the way out, sir? Uh, expect more of the theatrics from not only the, uh, Stone, but Trump and all of his lackeys. And, uh, uh, yeah, uh, tune in to MCR Sunday, 7 p.m., uh, kick things off, and maybe uh, Adam's uh, Akbar tingle will activate. Who knows? Oh, it's a trap. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yes, of course. Mike Check Radio every Sunday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern uh, with, you know, me as well on the back end of the program. Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, I join in for the nerd stuff because I'm sick of politics by then. Yeah, so. I, I may be joining you for the nerd stuff only as well. <laughs> I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> well, uh, that's all right. And uh, Michelle, what is your parting shot tonight? Um, just be nice to everybody. You know, uh, try not to think of anything that overly stresses you. And if you have to, talk to somebody you love and work it out with them. They, they will help you get through it. We're all here together. Uh, right now, things may seem to suck, but um, we all have loving partners that can keep us sane. So, so you're saying we, you're saying we shouldn't tackle Rand Paul or punch Donald Trump Jr. Correct. All right. Mm. <laughs> you know, but you know, we're, we're all in it together. We're gonna come out of it together. It's just gonna be. It's just gonna seem like. It's gonna forever. take some time. It's gonna take some yeah. time, but you know oh. what? Honest to God, this this uh, time has flown. Uh, I thought it would drag with Trump in office, but time time has flown so far. So, um, mm. anyway, uh, Rain, what is your parting shot, my friend? My parting shot is that it looks like Democrats flipped the Senate and the House in Virginia and um yes. oh no which means the state the state government is in dem control for the first time in 25 years are so you that's are, my are, parting shot and this is a big fucking deal I know I don't live in Virginia anymore but I really I lived there we lived there for almost 10 years I am so psyched I am so happy and uh, we might get the Equal Rights Amendment passed. Yay! We, oh, this is what? big. This is big. This is huge. Which also means that Virginia... Uh, oh my God, I'm so excited. We're going to get... We're going to get gun... Gun rules. Oh my God, I'm so excited. In Jesus' name, buggity, yes. buggity, buggity, amen. And... Is Virginia one of those states where the the Republicans neutered the the, the governor? No, no, Virginia. On, okay. No. Okay. Oh, no, oh that's good. That's good. Democratic governor. We got the Democratic AG. Democratic, you know. Well, no, no, but but there was like one one of the I don't remember, I don't it may it may not have been uh, Virginia maybe like uh, South you're Carolina talking about the pow the the actual powers of the governor being yeah. Um, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Virginia has been a state that has been slowly marching from red to purple to blue for the past yeah. 10 years. Everybody I know from Virginia has been blue. But and yeah. it is, yeah. But the thing is, is now, and we'll see what happens, but as it stands yes. now, we have the House of Delegates and the Senate, and it's, bl it's blue. That's yeah. beautiful. Well, we got to wrap things up right now. That is awesome, that's, and and my, it is a boogity shot. I'm so happy. And I it's don't good. It's anymore, good. I kind of wish I did. And I just want to say, I just want to say this to all the fucking uh, right wingers, uh, the Trump cultists over in you know that place that I go. Uh, You'll never find. 
the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. All of them who were like, libtards will never win another election again. Hey, yeah. hiya. Hi, guys. Hi, how are you? How are you tonight? Uh, I, I just want to I just want to say, um, um, you know, just so you know, uh, we're so sorry that we lost Virginia to you <laughs> Trump cultists right now. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Looks like I'm reading fake news because Democrats rule you, you sick sons of sailor men. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but again, I'll. Uh, One quick thing, Ken. One quick okay. thing. Okay. All right. Virginia elections are a bellwether for the next nation. Year. For the nation. Yes. Just for Texas, for Ohio, for Florida. Yes. yes. We can do this. We can take back this country from fascists. Mm. I, I, I think the world, or our nation at least, is over fucking reality star birther boy uh, uh, rendition of government. So. Yes. Anyway. Uh, and Sean Spicer, good job, good job. The only thing you'll fucking win, the only thing you'll fucking win, looking like a toddler with club feet and a full diaper, dancing on Dancing with the Stars. Yes, you win. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Oh, who got all the Trump cultists to call and stack the deck against the judges on Dancing with the Stars? Quote unquote stars. God, seriously, Sean Spicer looks like a fucking toddler with a diaper exploding with shit and club feet. Oh my god, he looks so stupid. <laughs> He looks so stupid, and it's like all the Trump cults is like, we'll show the lib, we'll own the libtards by getting Sean Spicer to win America or uh, Dancing with the Stars. Okay, you go for that, guys. That's because that's important stuff. <laughs> Fuck oh. off. Oh, amazing. Anyway, all right, that's it. And uh, I want to echo uh, Michelle's sentiments too. Be good to one another. Uh, take care of one another. And uh, yeah, don't punch people. It's not cool. We'll see you. We'll see you on Friday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> this was the largest audience to ever witness an inauguration, period.